Welcome to the Metalheads Podcast. My name is George. Jay's not here. Jay's not here. That's me. My name is Will. This is John. This is Matt. This is Marcuson. (laughs) And yes, Jay is not here, although he will be at some point. But uh, we're recording on a Friday for a change. And being in California, Jay's got to get home. So he'll be here when he's here. Um, But who's here? Will's here. So Will. He's almost half a century. And he's (laughs) fully 100% cancer free. I am cancer free. I am. Yeah. Woohoo. Way to kick its ass, Will. That's right. uh, Yeah. Fuck cancer. Yeah. Five rounds of radiation and two rounds of chemo. That may do it. It might just do it. I look like shit, but I'm cancer free. Well, we're glad to hear that. We're glad that you are here with us today. Um, are, you, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure there was like a pool, like like what day, you're like, okay, let's make some bets. Like what day is he going to fucking die? Who's going to win the money? No. <laughs> no, de- no Deadpool for you. No, yeah, yeah, we were a little, yeah, but we're yeah, not yeah, that much. Deadpool. Yeah, no Deadpool. <laughs> uh, I'm, actually, I'm a little disappointed in that. Like, come on. Somebody should have made some money off this shit. Uh, <laughs> I did not. Oh, oh we I did. We did. Shirt, man. God damn! How much? No, I mean, it's, like my insurance is good, but my insurance is not that good. And the amount of money that I had to spend to beat cancer, like fuck, god damn, thousand dollars! Like oh, we believed in you, Will. Like we, you know, we were gonna do a death pool because we knew you were gonna whip its ass. Oh, thank yeah. you, I appreciate it. I kind of wanted a death pool because I want to see who, what motherfucker thought I was gonna die first. Fuckers. Well, obviously none of us. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. Actually, Jay probably. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, Jay, Jay probably Jay. was yeah, like. I mean, he's always like that. You know, I think we're, I think Ozzy's going to. I don't think Ozzy's going to be around much longer. Uh, I don't think I don't think Will's going to be around much longer. Uh. Yeah. Like, he's friends with the chemist guys. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do have a great chemist story. I'll, t- I'll say later. Okay. You could say it now. There's no rules, man. We don't have a guest. Um, no, no, because I want to get the t-shirt and beer check because we usually do it like five wants, hours in. He wants to do it for the first 10 minutes. All right, here yeah. we go. T-shirt <laughs> and beer check. Like before we start recording, like we're going to do t-shirt and beer check and like the first, like we're going to do it right away. And like, yes. And here yeah. we are. Here we are. Marcus on. Okay. So my t-shirt, I am wearing an iron flame shirt. It's like Skull Warrior, you know, pretty standard metal stuff. What kind of band is Iron Flame? So power is, metal. is that a power? Uh, power I would metal. say they're more traditional metal. You know, okay. they, they straddle the line, but the singer, he doesn't go high ever with his voice. So it's it's traditional metal. It's really good. Okay. Um, and I'm drinking, I just got my Brimming Horn mead. So I'm drinking this Lavender Blossom traditional mead. And it's pretty good. The lavender's pretty light in it, but it has a nice, delicate aroma. Does it have a bouquet? A bouquet, yes. Comes with flowers. Does it have a bukkake? Oh, <laughs> Not until Not decibel. You gotta drink at Mine. least two of them. Not to anticipate <laughs> that. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, me, wow. Uh, Holy Will can go from bouquet to bukkake. Hey, it's a short jump. Right. You miss me. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, man. Thinking. 
I'm sticking with the bees. I'm wearing my long sleeve blood incantation shirt. I love how my death model shirts have long sleeves. Goes together like peanut butter and jelly and other stuff. Uh, I am drinking a beer called Mirror Universe. It's kind of a from oh. kind of a staple IPA from my neck of the woods. And then um, I poured this beer at six o'clock because I thought we were starting at six o'clock, but I didn't want to drink it. <laughs> and so, uh, John, I'm dedicating this beer to you because it's called Saxy Machismo. Uh, it is a bourbon barrel aged smoked quadruple ale with uh, something and habanero peppers. So I'm in for a treat. Oh. Oh. Matt, I will and, uh, give you a yeah. million dollars if you see yeah. if you mail one of those to me. If I can get one, I will. <laughs> you had me at smoked, and then everything else after that sounded delicious. Jalapenos and smoked penis. And- yeah, it's one. It's from Tavor, and I only ordered one. But as soon as it comes back up, I'm gonna, I'll get right. some. Hey, hey Matt, like a sixer. Yeah, you could literally pour an IPA, stick a cigarette in that thing, filter it, put it back in the can, and send it to Willie back. It's smoky. <laughs> in fact, you should do that immediately. <laughs> well, weirdly enough, my taste buds are garbage right now shoots um when so I why aren't eat, you just drinking like bud light right well no weirdly enough when i eat everything just tastes like shit it really does um and but one thing that does not taste like crap or shit if i can say can i say that on this podcast um is, <laughs> no we've cleaned up uh, since you were being here oh, yeah. oh really yeah minus the bukkake you can you can say whatever you want oh, it, no it was bouquet bukkake <laughs> No, liquid, like liquid is fine. Like I can taste orange juice, iced tea. I can taste all that stuff. I can taste beer. Wine though. Wine does not taste great to me. I went up to uh, New York last weekend, had a nice bottle of wine, share it with a, share it with a special friend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but did not taste that good, but uh, beer, beer tastes good. Nice. Liquid yep. diet. Good to know. So uh, everything's normal again, is what you're saying. Yes, <clears throat> everything is normal, Mark. <laughs> okay, John. All right, so I'm wearing my new Death Halloween Ooh. shirt. Man, like it, like it. Yeah. Yes. Man, I, 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 I left my fucking death shirt in Michigan, and motherfucker hasn't it mailed like it to me you yet. Should live on Sleepy Hollow. Hell yeah, man. That's so pretty the awesome. Grim Reaper has been replaced with pumpkin head, which is kind of cool. And then uh, I'm drinking now in Virginia, permanent funeral. Oh, oh nice. I have one of those on deck. Yes, you do. From Three Floyds, which is a club with the band Pig Destroyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's all over here. I almost bought it, but then I got a beer called Crushing Mass. Which was like an imperial coffee stout, and I drank it last night. It's like, like fifteen point one percent. I never had that thing before. Yeah, by we've three been, Floyds. We've been uh, getting three Floyds in small doses the last, I guess, what three or four years now. Well, no, roughly three or four years. No, uh, last like six months, I think. No, no, no. But we've had zombie dust longer than that. About three years. Uh, yeah. maybe a year. No, no, maybe a year. I mean, unless you're. Doing some bootleg crazy stuff. No, I think I think Dominion's gotten stuff in the past. They have, yeah, but well, but, it, but not a maybe not a uh, full release to the whole region. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's what it is. Okay. Well, cool that you got that one because it's a really good beer. Yeah, it's showing up everywhere here now. So. Yum yum yum. Yeah, I can usually get zombie dust, which I find that in the can it is 
super old and undrinkable. That's I problem. see gumball head, and then sometimes I see the uh, the Bavarian hazy whatever IPA. I'm like, nope. But if I go to Total Wine, you can usually get a little bit more mm-hmm. um, variety and get yeah. the permanent funeral. I have like 60 bottles of gumball head because I had a couple parties here, and people just kept bringing that for huh? some reason. And I like it, but I just have way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that the wheat? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's really good. But it's, it's not a traditional wheat, wheat, though. wheat. No, no. Sure. Like their slogan, it's not normal. All right. Well, so, uh, well. Oh, uh, here's your B check for me. So I'm wearing an Iron Maiden shirt that says, I'm going to read this backwards. Uh, I can't. So some of us grew up listening to Iron Maiden. The, the cool ones still do. Um, yes. I should wear this to work today. It was awesome. <laughs> um, and then I'm drinking the Victory Golden Monkey, which has been one yes. of my go-to beers because I, I can actually that. taste it. I like that nice. it, um, John, you'll be super happy to know this, that I've just been crushing a lot of Belgians. Yeah, just, uh, it, it seems to be with all my taste buds with cancer and radiation that um, uh, Belgians is something that I can taste consistently. Nice. That's um, well. And, 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 you know, going through the, the Phillies World Series, drinking a, a, a local hometown beer right outside Philadelphia, uh, victories from Downingtown, which is like 20 minutes outside Philadelphia. Like, yeah, I'm drinking this. Hey, well, I, I had a beer the other day that you and I uh, shared a long time ago. I'm trying to get the name of it here for you so I can tell you. Um, and it was in the Brutal Truth Guide to Beer. Um, from Cascade, mm, yeah. Vlad the Imp had that. Oh, uh, where at? Casual pint. No kidding. Yeah, oh. they had it. Yeah, it's, it's almost like we should go there tomorrow and have one. If only we weren't going somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. well, we go there first, and then we go someplace else. We shall decide. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, let me know. Day of birth. I don't like yes. the way you're thinking. James and I are talking about getting there. You know too like you said so if there's yeah I'll be, I'll be pre-gaming then you know let me know just uh just get with me in the morning so we can make sure well, that I'll, it's worth doing i'll just so. tap you when i'm spooning you yeah from, okay, just you tap it in. from across tap, tap, the room tap it in. me <laughs> Slow responses. That that's in. my half century cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, why does your voice sound like Marcuson? What's going on here? It's the chemo. Way sexier than me. <laughs> it's like we're gonna have a planes, trains, and automobile scene. Those are pillows. All right, that's Jordan. not a log of wood. <laughs> It's wood, it's wood. It's That's great. a redwood. How's it going? It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. Yeah. It's log, it's log. It's better That's than right. bad, it's good. That's right. <laughs> All right. Campfire time. Yeah. Running Stimpy, I believe. That's right. Yep. Uh, so I'm just wearing my uh, crappy old Bathory shirt because. Bathory. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, I and I will be. Yeah, the classic goat head one. Um, I, I will be getting into the uh, the uh, Pick Destroyer beer uh, n- next, but right now I have from Pariah Brewing something called Juicin' Voorhees. 
which is a double IPA. And uh, if you if you if you're using Jason Voorhees to market your shitty ass juicy hazy IPA, <laughs> fuck you. It's pretty good. Uh, it's got it's got the hockey fuck mask you. on the front, but it's like an orange that's a hockey mask and has a little like leaf and a stem coming off it and eye holes. So I saw that. I was like, well, we've got to buy that. You know, hey, George, seeing your shirt, I saw a meme today that said bed, bathroom and beyond. Ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> I had a good laugh. I was like, I like it. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. Well, we're done with t-shirt and beer check already. Yes. Imagine that. Well, now what do we do? <laughs> now we do news. At this point, we'd be about three hours in. Yeah, I know. Good guy. Yep. Let's get some news. All right. All right. So first up, uh, you know, I, I I heard about this happening, but I didn't realize it was going to be com- as completely lame as it ended up being. The Metaverse Od- Ozfest, which uh, I heard advertised, and it was a free thing, so I guess you get what you pay for. But um, I thought it was just going to be like one of these online things, you know, where you know they do a show and and uh, film it and people see it or whatever. But it was basically like Guitar Hero from the videos that I've seen. It was. It looked like it was Star Fox from Nintendo sixty four. It was it was bad. I watched some of those videos. Yeah, and and they even had Motorhead there because you know Lemmy's not dead or anything. So uh, if you're not going to have real people there, you can bring in whoever you want. So it was like the Wii when you make your little yes, your totally little guy mm-hmm. or girl. That's what it was like because they had sometimes they had people in the audience that, I mean, not people, but they were, you know, digital versions of people. Yeah. And they would have Aussie digital in a cage. And sometimes they would just show videos. Like they had that screen and they would show. A, I a saw a mega video. video. Yeah. But it was really weird. I watched a couple of them. I'm like, yeah, God, it was free. I didn't see the point. Sharon's idea. <laughs> Probably. Isn't she uh bitching about Bruce Dickinson again? Yeah. I think, yes. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> At least she wasn't with an egg throwing distance. Yeah, just shut up already. Yeah, haven't haven't you left the country yet? Oh wait, she's going to the country where he lives. So um, I didn't even hear about this metaverse Ozfest until you put it in the news, George. Yeah, I I just saw like a headline or something like on Facebook or something talking about it, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I I I paid no attention to it until mm. it was after it happened, and then I started Mm -hmm. seeing the. reviews of how bad it was mm. and said, all right, well, let me, let me look at some of these videos. I mean, was I it saw... bad because it was Ozzy or was it bad because it was the metaverse? It was bad because it was the metaverse. It was just mm-hmm. all animated yeah. bullshit of, yeah. you know, that's why like, it's like not the motorhead thing. Yeah. And I was like, I thought motorhead like doesn't play anymore. And then like nobody said anything. And I was like, is this, this like a cover band or something? And then like, no, it's motorhead and it's Nintendo it, game. Clearly. And it was only Lemmy. On, okay. You know, they only sure. had yeah. visuals of Lemmy. Sure, sure. Yeah, they didn't have any of the other band members. Same thing with Ozzy, too. Yeah. Just Ozzy on there. So yeah. it was really weird. I don't know, I don't know if know anybody. want to watch that. I don't know if anybody actually well just watch old videos. played live yeah. or not. I would assume not, that it was all just, here's some content, put it up there. I don't know. 
That's why it gets a super, super lame. I got one word for you. Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon. Well, and I'm wondering if they're going to do more of these because it doesn't seem like it was well received. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope not. And we've talked about her enough. Yeah. So uh, moving on to another uh, an artist that has never been contentious. Um, Judas Priest performed with K.K. Downing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Rob called it magical. So what, what what sort of odds are we placing on reunion here with, with oh, KK? It's happening. Yeah. I'm convinced. I mean, they all took pictures together. They got along. They just got to finish their current tour, and then it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But who, who, so who does he replace? G, uh, Faulkner or Oh, no. Richie's still sneaking. They just keep them all. I, I actually joke they should just do the Iron Maiden thing and have all three of them. Yeah. 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 I mean... I, I, it's going to happen. It just, everyone seemed to get along. Maybe it was just the event and it won't happen, but I hope it does. But it was cool to see them all on stage. It was cool to see Les Binks and Scott Travis playing together too mm-hmm. at the same time. So, and Glenn got out there and actually played, which he's looking really hot, hard on stage. You it's, said hot. Hot you and hot and hard. Warm. Yeah. I was going to say hot mess, to be honest yeah. with you, but I felt that might be in poor taste considering his physical condition. But so instead you yeah, said he, he was he looked hot. hot and yeah, hard. he looked good. Yeah. Okay, you feel better? <laughs> no, it just was sad to see him up there playing. I mean, it was cool to see him playing, but I mean, I remember seeing him early on and he was just so into the shows now he can barely stay out there that long. So it's too bad. But who knows? Maybe they all made up finally. Or made up. Made out, made up. Who cares? Whatever works. It could have just been cordial because it's only, you know, a couple of hours or whatever. I, I suppose they had to practice, though. Yeah. So they, I, they spent more time together than we know. It's just the dumbest fight in the world ever. <laughs> so, I saw that really Richie is. wasn't inducted. Yeah. What? And it's it's a... Just the, the excuse for it is, oh, well, he didn't play any classic albums. And so he said, well, he's been in a band for like, what, 10 years, 12 years? Uh-huh. Les Binks was in the band for like three years, but he was on a classic album. It's like everyone in the Grateful Dead, literally anyone who's played with them, some dude like in a loincloth hitting a triangle is in, in the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. You know, so. Um, yeah, the whole band should just get inducted. Whoever exactly. It's just, it's stupid. I mean, it is the rock and roll hall of fame. So, you know, they're going to fuck everything up anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly. It's the rock and roll hall of fame. Um, along the same lines, you guys notice that if you listen to, uh, Sirius XM and Ozzy's Boneyard, that now that the, uh, the black album, the worst fucking piece of garbage shit ever like vomited forth on planet earth. Is now being played in rotation because it, it hit that like like whatever twenty year mark thirty 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 or thirty whatever thirty. So I think I think now it's classic. Yeah, what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm like I'm trying to trying to think. I'm like oh, I can't do the math right now. Um, but yeah, now that it hit that like 20, 20 year mark is or thirty year mark is like oh yeah, it's classic. So now we're gonna play all the fucking time. And now they start playing newer stuff. They played something on like load or reload and i was guessing this by the like little um avatar that they played and i i I, william was in the car with me and my son 
I'm like, this is new Metallica. He's like, is this pop? It was like some song that just sounded like some ballad garbage bullshit. Anyway, now, now Ozzy's Boneyard is kind of ruined for me now because now they play all this crap. Well, was, was Jose on? No, he wasn't on. It was just <laughs> whoever. It was like, hey, it's 30 years now. We can play this. Well, if it's Jim Florentine, maybe it's on gar- metal midget show or something. Yeah, he plays some stupid shit on there. He, he'll, he'll pull out cool tunes, and you're like, oh, this is a good, good show. And then he'll drop a bomb on you, and you're like, damn it. He always plays Accept, and I hate that. Yeah, always. Which is cool once in a while, but not every episode. No. Unless you have young kids, and they say balls to the wall, and they like, I was gonna say, did, did we Was was Accept quoted in our uh, group message today, or was that ACDC? Oh, it's ACDC. No, it was Bells. Damn it. Okay, you're right. That was off of uh, Dirty Deeds. That's right. Correct. And they're done. Dirt motherfucking sheep. <laughs> Just like I don't well. remember the motherfucking being in there, John, but that was the live version from. Uh... So, so Marcus, on you know, they're redoing every show and they're changing characters and mm-hmm. making things look not the same uh, for shows that shouldn't be redone. And I just kind of brought that back or brought that into modern times. That's yeah. all. Let's hope it makes its way into the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The metal, the meta heads podcast. Fucking metaverse. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually kind of surprised that Metallica was not the first one to jump in that metaverse. They, they seem like, hey, this sounds like a great idea, even though it's garbage. Like, let's do this. I could just see Lars placing anger in the metaverse, and everyone will love it. I could just see Lars. You know how he likes to sit and lean forward when he talks. I could just see him trying to explain it and just be like. Just stop talking. Just, we don't yeah, want like, a hologram clip. Yeah, like, like, uh, I had this art painting here and this bottle of Chianti that has been aging together. And I thought it'd be a great idea that if we take this Chianti that's from 1999 and this thing that if we played this song and James goes, oh, yeah, yeah. 500 times, I think it would be a great thing in the metaverse. <laughs> George doesn't look thrilled by our Metallica talk. I'm just like, Will, why are you holding Welcome back? back? Tell us what you really think. Oh, God. I mean, even, even like, like, literally, we we're listening to Ozzy's Boneyard, and something off Load or Reload came on, and I said, Kids, listen to this. I didn't say anything. I just said, Kids, listen to this. And the first thing my son says, This sounds like pop garbage. Not, he ain't saying garbage. He says, This sounds like pop music, Dad. It's like comparable like, to Taylor Swift. Yeah. I said, this is Metallica, and his soul died. His He, like, I mean, he's on life support. He cried. His soul died. He's on life support right like now. like 10. Thank you. Thank you, James Hetfield. My son's about to die. In the first four letters of Metallica are meta. So, I mean, th- there it is right there. <laughs> well, it's like anytime you've missed well, you're just packing it in in these first 30 minutes. You know what? It's all happening tonight. I, I, I'll, I'll be quiet now. And, you guys, and I, I was, Wait, I was, is there another stand back? Cause I want to give you guys enough uh, intellectual room to trash Metallica as well. <laughs> I just want to hear you do math again. I, I, mean, I suck at math. <laughs> That's not the only thing. Whoa. Oh boy. Oh my. Getting testy in here. Hello. <laughs> testy, testy. One, two, three. 
Yeah. I mean, as long as I don't have to like add centimeters, I'm all right. <laughs> he only works in meters. <laughs> all right. So the next one, unfortunately, Jay's not here for, um, but uh, apparently uh, Merciful, Fa- Merciful Fate is planning to release two new songs. One, yeah. they've been playing uh, live that yep. everybody's been hearing. And yep. then uh, another one that they've been working on. <clears throat> and then King Diamond's going to do an album. And then Merciful Fate is going to do an album. I don't know why they have to go back and forth like that, but that is what is happening. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it. So I'm going to, I'm going to make a few super ignorant statements. I'm going to ask a super, a uh, couple of super ignorant questions. I'm not the biggest merciful faint King diamond fan because the vocals is sort of like just a little too much for me, but however, is King diamond completely separate entity from merciful fate? Yes. Okay. I think they share one musician other than King diamond. Is it wait? Sorry, isn't King Diamond like the main guy? Yes, mm-hmm. but then I think they share uh, a guitar player. Oh, or something. oh but otherwise, yeah, he's completely he's a dude separate from entities. Yeah, work on his solo stuff. How different is King Diamond from Merciful Fate, or is it the same? Well, um, I I don't know about like more recently, but like back in the day, um, when the first couple, like uh, the, like the first King Diamond one, Fatal Portrait. Uh, his vocals like shot through the roof on that album. You know, Merciful Fate was a lot more mid-range with the occasional highs, a, a better mix. And then he put out Fatal Portrait, which to this day I'm not a big fan of because it was just super high the whole time. And then, he, and then like uh, Abigail, it, he brought it back down into a more listenable range for me. Um, and then from there on out, he's kind of mixed it up a bit. So I, I would guess like now it's, they're probably about equal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> One thing to note, George, um, on the question we were talking about, I feel like what you were talking about. You have did, big dick. <laughs> did, didn't King have like the Institute album he was working on? I know we got like a track when he did that tour back in, you know, before the pandemic. That's true. Was what that? show I saw, I felt like he was pushing towards an album. That's and right. Then, he never did that. Um, and then I feel like after the fact, the whole merciful fate thing kind of came up and that's where, mm. that's where I'm figuring where, well, we'll get a King diamond album before we get a merciful Fate album. That makes sense. Guess. But you know, I don't know shit about shit. No, no, that's a very good point. Uh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it feels like decades ago with it being pre pandemic. I know. So, uh, Marcus on, I just want to slip this in, um, <clears throat> before I forget. Mm-hmm. I want to slip it in with my French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the episode. Sometimes, sometimes I like tater tots. I think Pretty yummy. Sometimes tater tots, tater tots are, are always good. Yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, in honor of both Elton John and Will's return, this episode title should be called "The Bitch Is Back." <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> I don't understand why you got talking about him, John. Wow. <laughs> because that's why? the name of his song. Why well, has Will gone Sling Blade? Get boy. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, no. You never go full Sling Blade. This is what happens. Everybody knows you don't go full Sling Blade. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of this episode will be played by Billy Bob Thornton. 
right. All right. So our last news item. George likes it when I come in his face. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> He's, which which I think he's about to do based on this next and final uh, news item. Oh, yeah. He's going to be pretty excited that uh, the new obituary album is uh, arriving in January on the uh, 13th of January, which is oh. not that far away. There's some heavy hitters knocking off the start of 2023 already. Heavy oh, hitters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but- Sorry. Will is just losing his shit over there. <laughs> He can't stop laughing. (laughs) He forgot how to be on the Metalheads podcast. He's turning (laughs) purple. Uh, What am I supposed to do? I always am. So, Will, are you excited for the new obituary? (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) You have anything to say about that? Escort George right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're just boys. Boys like talking about their cool. penises. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about obituary. <laughs> it is, boys. I mean, Will is turning 50 tomorrow, so I guess we've got to let this go. In a couple of hours. I mean, yeah. we only have a few hours. Yeah, Let's yeah. Be honest. That's true. We're yeah. almost there. We're on the cusp. Three hours, 20 minutes. And we were you know. we were moving at a nice clip no, there. Oh, wow. The edge you're of like, You're like 15. edging on the foreskin right now. Yeah. So, obituary? Yeah. Anything? Anything? <laughs> uh, I will. I will have a very, very, very proud moment tonight. That um, uh, so obituary has been playing on liquid metal, I guess, along and with Metallica. So, oh, oh wait, that's uh, Ozzy. So that's I, I, I have obituary uh, like starred in my silent, uh, my serious highlight radio. You know, this so pops up. So I do this game with my kids where. If they can guess uh, like certain songs, they either get money or something like that. So it's like, so for example, tonight was like, if if they play Master of Puppets, I'm like, you need to know the song, you need to know the band, the song, and the album. And they're like, oh man, okay. And they usually get it. Like something like Master of Puppets, they know that. Mm -hmm. But tonight, Obituary played because it played last night. And I said, like, you guys get this, it's like 30 bucks. You guys get this, just the name of the band, you get 30 bucks. They didn't get it. So tonight, uh, I think it was Wrong Time, which is the single that came out for Obituary, played tonight on uh, Liquid Metal. I said, all right, guys, 25 bucks. You guys got this? 25 bucks. Laying it out there, 25 bucks. Almost immediately, both of them like, Obituary. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I've never been so happy to lose $50 mm-hmm. in my life. <laughs> my children what? know. Why don't they get twelve fifty? Huh? No, when you're when you're that. So I do the same thing with my kids, Will, and I I will give them as much money as they want if they know. Granted, we're more in the classic rock era, but when they can tell me like a song by Led Zeppelin and the name of it, I'm a happy dad. If we got if we got to obituary, I would probably have to wear a diaper with that level of excitement (laughs) I would have. But it would still be a good. No, my my kids are very good with like like anything Black Sabbath, uh, old Metallica, old Metallica. Megadeth, they're not good with Slayer, they're not good with Anthrax. So, like Motorhead, like the other day, I'm like, okay. Uh, and it was uh, Killed by Death. They came on the radio. Yeah. So I blank out the screen. I'm like, okay, guys. And I turn it down. I'm like, okay. You guys get a dollar if you can tell me the band and the name of the song. And like, I turn it up, turn the screen off, and it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, 
Motorhead, Kill Death. I'm like, okay. My kids, my kids are becoming savants. That's all I want to know. That's all I care about. Wait, you go from a dollar to fifty dollars? Wow. That's a, <laughs> Wait, no, no, like a dollar. Like if they know, like, like if they've heard, like Metallica. Uh, if they've heard Master of Puppets, they know. Like, yeah, you they've gotta, heard that a million times. They know are, it. These songs are weighted, Marcus, on based on I the see. popularity of the bands. I mean, Obituary is <laughs> yeah. not as popular as Metallica, right? Or so, like, heads, but, so. but like, but they've heard Obituary a million times. But so it's like if you if if you can identify obituary in this new song, just and this is why I tell my kids like, listen to the guitar tone, look to listen to the vocals, listen to all that stuff, like listen to all of it. Don't just throw out like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, whatever. Like listen to it. Tell me like okay, you know it's Metallica. Listen to the guitar tone. Which album is it? This is what I'm trying to teach my kids, and it's slowly creeping in. I'm waiting for them to be able to identify the Cannibal Corpse songs. Oh, that's fucked with a knife. Well, <laughs> enough tonight, uh, there was Carcass that came on. I said, "Hey, this is oh. a, this is this is the band that's from United Kingdom that starts with a C." And the first thing that Evelyn said was Car- uh, Cannibal Corpse. I'm like, "Nope, uh, they they are from Buffalo slash Tampa. It's not them." But they know it. But my kids are both have both said that we don't like death metal. We want to be able to understand what they're saying. Oh, well, that, you, and that breaks your heart a little, right? Uh, it's got to. You know, <laughs> it's going to take time. Yeah, you still have some training to do. The kids are going to be posers, like, man. It's not like they said, like, oh, we like Taylor Swift because we like this. It's more like, oh. no, we're not the biggest fan of Death Metal. We want to hear what they, we want to know what they're saying. All right, so they can hang out with TR. Yeah, they're good. They're, good. But they're still listening to Maiden and Dio and Chemist, so they're good. Yeah. <laughs> I took them to Iron Man the other night. Yeah, I took Evelyn to Chemist the other night. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, my kids are good. They're, yeah, have no fear. All right. And I mean, I don't of know that dark. Taylor Swift's lyrics are really all that understandable. So, whatever. Yeah, yeah. very true enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on to new releases. First up is the new Black Anvil album, Regenesis. It's their fifth album, and they're a, a New York black thrash band. Did anybody listen to this? I know we've had the promo for a little while, I think. Yeah, I gave it a spin. Yeah. Uh-huh. What'd you think? So I was a big fan of their last one. Uh-huh. It was called As Was. Yep. Uh, and they've kind of ventured away from that kind of black and thrash to be a little more black and prog. And I, I but without getting overly prog. I thought it was a nice balance. And then he kind of reverted back a little bit on this one. They keep honing their sound each album. It was fine. I just need to give it more time. It did pretty well on a certain magazine's list that eventually we'll talk about. But huh. mm-hmm. I think I, I kind of prefer, preferred them as was. Um, I didn't really, <clears throat> didn't really get into this that much. I, I wasn't, nothing caught me and hooked me in. I should say it's not that it's a bad album. I just I didn't get hooked onto it. So yeah, well, it's a good thing we don't have anything like an old proggy coming up. <laughs> There's just a lot more going on. I think it's one of those yeah. things you got to spin it more because as was is a lot more immediate, which which yeah. I liked about that. Um, yeah. But I like they're doing something different. It just mm-hmm. it'll probably take multiple spins to really get into it. But I yeah. thought it was pretty solid the mm-hmm. first couple listens. I was I was totally expecting as was part two, and so mm-hmm. I was a little 
little shocked, but like to what you guys are saying, I probably only spun it once just because I, I mean, it does to me, it felt a little bit longer. And so I just haven't come back around. So it does need some more time. Okay. So next up, uh, we have uh candle mass and their new album, sweet evil sons, their 12th album, I believe. And that just came mm-hmm. out today mm-hmm. hours ago. Yes. Yes. I bought it this morning. I was only able to get about halfway through, but, uh, <clears throat> I'm definitely digging it. I like uh, like Johan back in the saddle again. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Messiah is always going to be my man, but and you know, and Robert Lowe's no slouch either. But um, I'm digging it. So, I mean, I think this incarnation of Johan's the best because he's got that deeper voice. It's like weathered. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was really underwhelmed by the first single they put out. I just I didn't think it was very good. Um, and I was worried that I'd have to write this album off, but I listened to it today and I think as a whole, the LP is much better than that one track. So it's got a pretty great occult feel to it. Um, Johan's vocals are really good. Uh, the guitar work is it's thunderous stirring and on almost all the tracks. So I was really getting into it listening. Um, it's long, it's like an hour long. So it's, uh-huh. you know, it's a pretty good length. Hey, there's a sound bite. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it's it's gonna um, it affected me more than I thought. I thought it wasn't gonna be as good as the last one. Jay, what do you think? I think it's pretty good. I really like Candlemas. They're pretty good. <laughs> okay, thanks, Jay. Um, Are you doing you doing John Candy there from one of his old films? <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was Uncle Buck. Jay with the deep Uncle voice Buck. suddenly yeah. becomes a chipmunk. That was Uncle Buck. Yes, I'm glad somebody got that. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> 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 Is there a little <laughs> similarity there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey. <clears throat> Next up, we have the brand new Devin Townsend album, Lightwork. It's his 9,251st album. Um, (laughs) I wasn't even going to try and figure that out. (laughs) I just guessed. (laughs) I think it's like his 22nd with his name on it. Yeah, I don't know. Between Devin Townsend, Devin Townsend Project, Devin Townsend Band. Band. I I don't fucking know. I can't keep up. (laughs) Yeah, so there will be no official count. Um, But uh, hello. Devin Townsend, Lightwork, uh, there's a second part called Nightwork, or if you just get the deluxe edition, it's just one giant Lightwork, and I fucking love this album. So, John, what do you think? I do. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I'm a, I'm a super fan. You guys know that already. So I like almost everything he does. There's some things I'm not big on, but he has so many damn albums and projects. He's so prolific. I actually thought of this the other day and I'm sure that, I don't know, but it just depends on how many people we think actually listen to us, but I'm gonna make a statement about him that I'm sure some ass clown out in the world somewhere would be pissed about, but he's almost like a modern day David Bowie in the sense that his catalog keeps changing every couple of albums. Uh And after a while, when you've got like 30 albums out, you realize maybe I like half of the other half I don't, but the half I like, I love. He just is all over the place. And he's again, kind of, and I'm not saying he sounds like David Bowie is that popular. It's just, he has that kind of mentality for putting out work. Uh It's cool. Evolving. Yes. It's a positive album. And 
I actually, the reason why I like it as much is because it is positive. I'm so sick of all that complaining and bitching. That's not a Are thing. you really? Because uh, you're going to love our top five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. Some people aren't big because it's not, uh, it's got heavy moments in the second album. Nightwork has more heavy songs and metal songs on it. Um, if you listen with your headphones, there's you can hear heavy guitars, but it's not immediate. You have to actually focus on it. Well, that's one of the things I like is that at first glance, even though it's at first listen, um, you might go, wow, this is super poppy mm-hmm. because there's a lot of uh, audio fluff on top that's light and easy to listen to. But if you listen, most of these songs have a pretty heavy foundation with a mm-hmm. lot of chunka, chunka, chunka and some riffs in there that are kind of, you know, taken second fiddle to the, 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 the synths and the things like that, but it's still pretty heavy. If you, if you took that stuff off, you'd go, Oh yeah, this is a heavy record. It's almost like he's simmering underneath, like he's magma mm-hmm. in a volcano and he's waiting to blow up again. Cause he throws a few hints out there in the second disc, but it's his COVID he gets album. Screamy. Yeah, he gets a little screamy on the second disc. Uh, he it's his COVID album. So it was him managing himself through COVID and he wrote a lot of these songs during that. So that's why it ended up being fairly a positive uplifting theme to the album. So mm. um, I, there's, I have people I, I know that think it's absolutely tremendous. And there's other people like, eh, didn't do anything for me. So it's, you know, half, what is, is it, the expression? Six of one half of another, mm. you know, that's how I look at it. I like it. I enjoy it. I haven't listened to it because I'm not a huge Devin Townsend fan. Is it? Does it qualify for metal in it your does. opinions? I well, I go ahead, John. No, I'll let you, George, because I think you first said to me it qualified for you before yes. I did. I think I said mm-hmm. I'm I'm allowing it um, because first of all, it, even if the music does not come off to you as metal, that does not mean. You know, metal is more than just a, a genre. It's a feeling. It's an aura. It's something you exude. And you cannot tell me that Devin Townsend is not one metal motherfucker because he is he is very metal. But it's then again, like I said, there's a lot of heaviness in this album. You just have to look for it. Yeah. It, 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 you know what, Marcus, if, if you were going to listen to it, and I know you like some stuff and some stuff you're not as big on mm-hmm. i would give it a headphones listen i think you might enjoy it more that way because like george said on the surface you might not get some of that underlying because there's some heavy riffs but mm-hmm. they're layered it's weird all his albums are layered like motorhead but on the industrial side so you listen it's like a wall of sound and you have to navigate through kind of like you do with motorhead when you listen to them it's a wall of sound but this one's a little cleaner and you can pick all the sounds out George is right. There's some heavy fucking guitars, but you don't get them as much because it's got all the kind of floral arrangements, the bukkake of vocals, <laughs> the bukkake of vocals. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, you might find something on there. I mean, there's there's some stuff okay. that are, there's some quirky stuff on the second disc, which is kind of funny. But that's him, you know. So I think his next album's going to be called Joy Bukaki. Yeah. I'm I'm just waiting all for him to just unload. <laughs> I'm waiting for his next album just to be balls. Uh, he's he's working his way around again, so who knows? Yeah. I think he's earned the right to do whatever he wants. Exactly, exactly. You know, so, um, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Matt, you listened to it at all? I did. I liked it. 
you know, um, I don't, I mean, I really appreciate Devin Townsend. Um, I think he's a crazy dude. And I think, you know, I love someone that's that prolific and that into music. I mean, even if you don't love his sound, you have to appreciate what he does. And I, I, you know, I really dug the album. And he's fucking crazy. I would say metal is what you define metal as. And so, um, it's definitely a state of mind. And so if you feel like it's metal, it's metal. And I, I would, and, and again, I'm not disputing that. I totally would agree with you. There's a lot of stuff on there that is metal unquestionably. So uh-huh. yeah, definitely worth a spin. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can say, oh, well, this band isn't metal and it's something that's like stupid, like poison. And you're like, yeah, it's not metal. And, and you know, people are going, yeah, okay. I get why you're saying that. But and, the key word you just said there is something that's stupid. Stupid is the key word. Right. Um, <laughs> and so, but if, but if it's something that is respectable and has a, a back catalog that is beloved by many, then people tend to be a little more accepting of, I mean, there's always going to be somebody that hates it, but you know. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's just where we are now. It's so. like, okay, I get where this is going. I understand why this is what it is. And I dig it. So. Okay. Yeah. Will just got up and left the room as soon as we started talking yeah, about it. Like, so we're not getting an opinion from him. So let's <laughs> let's like speed let's speed demon through the rest of these and trick him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. James Hetfield. Welcome to the <laughs> yeah. Metallica so, Hedge uh, podcast. Uh, today way, we're uh, right. talking about the Black Album notice exclusively. We do a couple of years and Will shows up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did somebody say, yeah, yeah, Black Album, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Will, did you listen to the Devin Townsend at all? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, see. That's cool. Do I need to? No. No, you probably won't no. like it. You won't like it. No. I, I, yeah. That's fine. It's cool. So the next album... Is, yeah. is the band Disillusion and their fourth album, which I'm calling I Am. Yeah, I Am. <laughs> I Am. A-Y-A-M. Like a rose. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're a German <laughs> prog death band, and uh, damn, you know. Yeah. Uh, I loved these guys back in, I don't know, the fucking early days. What was it, like 2003? Four. Four? 2004, I think, yeah. When uh, Back to Times of Splendor came out, and mm-hmm. I was like, these guys are amazing! And then I like they disappeared forever. And then they came oh. back, and I didn't like them as much. Well, actually, no, they did a second album that I didn't like so much. Then yeah, they came they back. Then they came back, yeah. And that was cool. And yeah. I really like this album a lot. Yeah, it's. I'm digging it, too. I mean... It's got it, a, a pretty unique sound to me. Like, it's got death and heavy and kind of prog too, but it, it has a very distinct sound that I'm like, I could identify this, you know, like, you know, a year from now you play this and go, Oh yeah, it's disillusion. Whereas so much stuff like this, it just kind of all blends together. Yeah. They, I think they definitely have their own unique sound that um, you don't hear too many bands. They, they meld the metal, the prog and the melodic death pretty well together. I think. Mm-hmm. So I like it too. Uh, I've been enjoying it. And well, he's got a unique voice. What did you say he he sounded like to you that that you had forgotten it was coming? Oh, out it was a Woods of Ypres thing. Yes. Yeah, he, he had this like David nice. Gold like when he he, got, he was doing these like deep cleans. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like David Gold. I mean, it was only like maybe part of one song, but I was just like, oh. And uh, 
Gonna... I feel like his harsh vocals are more on this album than the last one. Maybe I I'm think wrong. so too. There's a little bit more, I think. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. digging it. Anyone else? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, some of the um, they have like those epic choruses on it. I, I I don't know if I like that part as much, but I I like the atmosphere of the, of the album a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you hit on some Marcus. It, this one feels more epic in some parts more than mm-hmm. the previous album, especially little, with the choruses. Yeah. yeah. It's a little symphonic in some spots, but mm. not overly. It's not that cheesy shit. It's just no. It's added, not cheesy. Added, it's added flavor, right? It's just a lot. It's it's a. Uh, I guess I didn't expect it to be like that. That that epic. Mm-hmm. So it might. Sometimes that takes a little time for me yeah. to digest. Um, but I really like the music in it, and like I said, the atmosphere of it. So many sound bites cool. there. I didn't expect it to be so epic. It took me a while to swallow it all it's a lot to, di- it's a lot to, to digest, digest whatever swallow i don't know i'm just but yeah we're definitely making some clips yeah. out of that if only if only it's cool we, though if only we had the rights to all of mike judge's sound bites we could just this could be out of control right now but that disillusion element it does nothing sounds like that this year yeah, yeah. nothing nobody sounds like, that, like at all. that yeah yeah i like that cool all right matt do you like it you know, I spun it once, um, and I should probably do it again. Nothing really kind of stuck with me, but right. you know, it's definitely not immediate. You got to put a little time in with it. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's next just, up, it's just the way the albums fell. Yeah. <laughs> so next up, we have Dream Unending and their second yes. album, Song of Salvation, Death Doom. Hello, Will. You did you listen to this one? I, I'm going back to sleep. Okay. Hey, Will, you might you might actually like this, Will. I know. I just, I just didn't have time. So sleep well and dream of French fried taters. Yeah. I'm going to listen to some, some atmospheric doom and taters. <clears throat> I'm going to get some <laughs> doom taters. <laughs> These taters are so good, they make me cry. It's sad. It's doom. So has, it, has anyone listened to this? I love this album. I uh, listened to I some of it. Once. Wait, this is on decimals. Still list. need more time. Yeah, yeah. I really dug the last one, so I know I will like this one. I just have not had the time to, you know, listen and focus. Yeah, it, it did sound kind of cool, but I just didn't have time to give it a proper. Mm. So yeah, I, lo- I loved it. Yeah. It, so I, I think Marcus, on you and I were kind of enjoying it when it came out. It, it's not immediate. You need to. You need to put the headphones on for this one because it's atmospheric as hell oh atmospheric yeah a lot of psychedelic reverb in there you know um i i like the first album a lot it didn't quite it didn't make my list it was on the cusp it was on mine yeah um because i just felt like that first album meandered a bit too much for my taste this one still has those long introspective songs but for some reason it hooked me there's something about mm-hmm. the textures on this album that i really mm-hmm. like and the guitar soloing is just gorgeous on it yeah it's really good yeah if you're not familiar and it's um I wouldn't say they, they kind of, they're one of the few bands that are venturing into the peaceful three type uh, early nineties, uh, doom, mm-hmm. the, the paradise lost anathema, my dying um, bride, my dying bride. And they don't have any of the ca- early catatonia in them. So they're, they're more the other three. Um, but they're way more atmospheric. So they kind of fall more on the anathema side 
but then they get very death doomy, like my dying bride at some mm-hmm. point and parts too. So, but they still sound like their own band. If you're not familiar, it's one guy from, uh, uh, two mold. And then mm-hmm. another guy from, is it immutable forms? Is that the yeah. Innumerable. Innumerable. Thank you. And uh, he's also the drummer from Summerlands. Uh-huh. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Nice. So it's, it's pedigree. It's cool. I made two albums in two years, but it's only what? Yeah. 12 songs, I think, total. So, uh, but just cool. <laughs> it's really good. I, yeah. I love the atmosphere on this one. There's mm-hmm. just something about it. It definitely transports you to an, to another place. Yeah. I, the th- first album had that, but not like this one. This one's like an, another level. I feel like they've definitely. A new level. Formula. Yeah. Of death doom. Yeah. <laughs> all right you've been listening to the james hetfield podcast that was supposed to be pantera to pantera no, i don't no, like james hetfield doing pantera with billy bob thornton mm-hmm. it's a celebration like, of pantera i don't like pantera so i don't need it but. Uh, anyway um all right last one threshold and dividing lines their 12th album uk prog metal band will um Will's favorite. Yeah. I put this one on here because I know John likes them, and I I kind of like them too. Um, I was telling John I was listening to this earlier today, and I was like, I'm really digging this. So wow. I was happy to hear that. I didn't think anyone else would would like them. I'm a I bet a big fan back to the '90s. If it's prog metal, it's uh, not wankery prog metal at all, though. They they solo and stuff, but it's they're classy prog. So I know Jay would get this comment. I liken them a little bit to Vandenplas. He's a big Vandenplas fan like I am, which is they focus more on songwriting and everyone shines on the album. It's not just a bunch of soloing and wankery. So yeah. I like it. It's They're one of the more consistent bands in, uh, for the bands I listen to on my side of the uh, spectrum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have an album by them, that 12 albums that I dislike by them at all. So Awesome. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought it was all right. Um, it's a little too happy for me, and it's so it sounds very produced to me. So I I think it's good for that sound, but it's just not like it's really funny my style. You're, you're literally the only person I've heard, and I'm like, did no critique. I'm just I thought it's interesting that you said it's happy. Every literally everyone has deemed it as one of their darker albums, which is kind of <laughs> really? funny. Yeah, but uh, I get that. I mean, you know, as not a deep fan, but someone that has appreciated them over the years. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's kind of happy. I mean, compared to what I usually listen to. <laughs> oh, it's very upbeat. I don't know. Yeah, the, the cor- yeah, I haven't I, looked I at the lyrics, that- but the music itself feels very upbeat and happy. Oh, it's no Devin. That's yeah. some happy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if uh, for my friends Julian Lance that love Prague, they probably will like this. So mm-hmm. two people outside of the podcast. Two, two. Maybe TR. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know the last time he's listened, you know? So yeah. shame him when you see him. I will. Shame. <laughs> shame. Shame, Butler. Shame. Metalheads, Butler. Metalheads, Butler. You're going to have to serve everyone more beers because you're shameful. Yes. You're not allowed to wear pants. <laughs> and he always he always says hello when we podcast, so he says hello. All right. Well, we are getting ready to move on now to the Metal Thunderdome results from last episode which Will did not vote on. So we need to get really not that it's going to make any goddamn difference, but (laughs) (laughs) black Sabbath born again or motorheads. Another perfect day. This garbage. um, John, Jay, Jay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Jay. It was somebody with a J letter. Uh, Yeah. It's all I got to say. 
You didn't, did you have, have you listened to both albums? No, but I, I do know that anything Black Sabbath without either um, Ozzy or Dio, Dio. Dio is going to suck big floppy donkey dick. I'm not sure why everyone hates this particular. Um, actually, I thought uh, boarding is actually pretty good. Believe it or not, it is. It is. It's just the production sucks a bag of dirt. But, but that, dirt. that's included. So I mean, I, I'm going to have to go with Motorhead just because everybody else Motorhead did get on. And, and yeah. I have no idea why the, the Motorhead, I mean, was this a bad album? It's one that's considered uh, different. different from the yeah. rest of the catalog. That was the point of his thing. Yeah. Well, is that they were solos on it. Di- yeah. Cla- classy, <laughs> tasteful solos. Yep. Yeah. He sounds awesome on the album. I love the record, to be honest. Yeah. So, I really love it. well, the final tally, uh, minus Will's vote, was uh, from, <laughs> from, from, from. No, 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 no. I vote for uh, Motorhead. Okay. Well, for, for the for the podcast, the final well, vote fart you. is. Uh, yeah. Oops. Four, <laughs> five to two for Motorhead. Jay and I were the only ones that went with Black Sabbath. And. Yeah. Uh, we only have six people on the cast. What did I say? Five, Five to two. <laughs> <laughs> math is really strong this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I like math. <laughs> okay. Uh, four to two then. Um, and uh, so goes the podcast. So goes the listeners. Uh, on the website, it was 61% Motorhead, 39% Black Sabbath. So Motorhead carries the day. But that. That doesn't, that actually six to four is pretty what I would think it would be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if we get a new version oh, of the Black Sabbath album, I agree 100%. It could be different. I yeah. would actually consider mm-hmm. redoing it just to see what we would pick. Me too. All right. Well, you know, it's funny because Jay's probably thinking, oh, I'll show up. Then they'll be like doing t shirt and beer check. And we're going to be yeah. like, no. and the album of the episode is. <laughs> <laughs> that guy takes a long time to eat pizza i know drink drink his coffee <laughs> all right well we're moving on to what we're listening to And let's start with Marcuson. All right. Wow. This is like so fast. It's going to be sure. record time. We got a lot of complaints coming up, Marcuson. So let's just roll. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, all right. So the first one on my list is Chrome Ghost, House of Falling Ash, uh, Seeing Red Records. This is my album of the month for October. And it just, it immediately grabbed me the first time I heard it and would not let go. It's heavy, sad, doom metal with these really gorgeous forlorn sung vocals and then they also do these stunning vocal harmonies that sometimes remind me of alice in chains a little bit um Mm. there's progressiveness in it noise rock post metal um i just i love this record so much i feel like it's one that'll probably uh, fly under the radar i love their last record too uh, the diving bell, but that one actually fell under my radar as well because i didn't really listen to it until after the year concluded or else it probably would have been on my list. So this time around, I, I'm not in. Um, Lamentations, Passion of Depression. 
um, Willow Tip Records. This is a colorful, cinematic, progressive death metal album. A lot of progressive metal on this cast. It's pretty great. Uh, intricate, shifting song structures, but it's also full of really groovy passages and ripping guitars. And it has a bunch of guest musicians on here. Uh, there's some ex-members of uh, Cynic, I think, and Extol. So I'm really digging this album. Uh, it just came out maybe last week. So it's pretty new. Uh, Devenial Verdict, Ash Blind on Transcending Obscurity. I think this is one of the best death metal records this year. Yep. It's like Ulcerate and Morbid yep. Angel tossed in a metal meat grinder. Ooh. Yes. It's crushing, it's haunting, and it's just full of this really great sense of space that lures you in and then just fucking punishes you. I need to listen I to that. Really I, like this record. I, I got yeah. the free download from, what was it, Transcendent Obscurity? Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> listen to it because it's going to be, it's a sleeper. Like, you know, there's a lot of death metal and I don't think this one's getting as much recognition and it, and it should because right. it's, it's one of the best ones. Um, Worm, Blue Nothing uh, is an EP nice. and 20 bucks spin. I didn't really spin this one that much until very recently because I got the vinyl in the mail. And when I put it on, I was blown away by this record. Mm-hmm. The vibe on this mini album is perfect. It's black and death doom, but with like sludgy synth. There's symphonic elements mixed into it. They're like really hard to categorize at this point, but I feel like they get better with with every single release. And I only wish this EP was a, like maybe a couple minutes longer because if it was, it would be it would be in my top ten, no doubt. I, I love this EP. It's like at twenty six minutes. We're talking. Was, it's right there. <clears throat> I was so sad when I saw it was an EP. <clears throat> yeah, I almost mini, mini LP, which yeah. is just an EP. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I I, I considered like maybe I should just break my rule for this because it's only like two minutes, but I'm not going to do it. It's I, outsta- I, Marcus on it's outsta- I absolutely love it. I know, outsta- right? Huh. Not only that, the cover art could be the best cover art this year too. Um, I actually thought Decibel might put it on their list because it was so close, but they didn't. And I know how much they love that record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, good, it's good stuff. More Prague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychonaut. Mm-hmm. Violate consensus reality. Nice. Nice. Just an intense mix of progressive and technical post metal. Yeah. Really gorgeous melodies. Epic heavy guitar work. I don't even I don't even know how to describe how good this record is. But I have to tell you guys, I think this might be my top progressive metal album of the year. I love mm. this record so much. And then the last thing on my list, this is going to make George really happy. Yeah. I have been doing a deep dive on the woods of E-Price. Well, that's a, that's a pretty drastic start to finish change. Yes, it is. Yes. I, I haven't spent much time with this band. I think it's mostly because you just like jizz all over them. and <laughs> It's just and- too gooey to listen to. Ooh, right, but, but I don't know what it, I think it. The, so they put out. Um, they're putting out vinyl of the, of fourth. the fourth record. <laughs> they're re-putting like, oh, out vinyl. I have right, right. the original Pressing, vinyl. Pressing. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, hey. and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's I not cheap. About that. I forgot about that band. I was like, let me. I want to listen to that. So I listened to it, and it's just um, you know they do change a lot, but uh, the core is really beautiful, black and doom majesty. Really, yeah. That was um, the one. That was the album that got me into the band. Because yeah. when that came out, the uh, the uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 
the publicist was like, you got to check this out. And I was like, oh. And then I, I, I did a, an email interview with David because uh, there, I don't think there was a podcast yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there couldn't have been because um, he died in 2012. Um, but I was still like doing like written you know, reviews and, and, and stuff like that. And I sent questions for an interview to David through the publicist that turned me on to him. Uh, and I did, I, actually, I did a review and he liked mm-hmm. it and thanked him. He wrote me, he emailed me and thanked me. Uh, and so then she was like, you do want to do an interview? So I sent questions and then I never got him back and then he died. Oh, uh, man. So. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty sad because it was a car accident, right? Yeah. The music's really good. So uh, I'm glad I'm, I'm, I mean, I've listened to a little bit of it, but I didn't really go into it like this. Doesn't it feel so. good to venture into something you you missed and go back to it? Yeah, you're it really like, does. You're yeah. like, wow. Did you listen to four? Or sorry, I've listened to. I all mean, of not them. four, uh, five. Did yeah. you like five? Uh, I that's uh, it's probably my least favorite one. Interesting. Ooh. Trouble brewing on the podcast. <laughs> uh, it's got it's got a lot more going on in it. You know, it but does. It's, it's a little poppier and. You know, I like the doomier uh, sure. aspect of it. Well, just listen to uh, modern day architecture. That is like the most slow, glacier grinding fucking song mm. on that album. It's just crazy. But saying it's my least favorite, it doesn't mean I don't like it. Yeah, I love all that record. It's still a great record. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not the black album, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, well, since we're on the subject then, what did you think of three? What did you think of two? What did you think of one? <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, if you want to say it, I'm listening. I think I like four the best. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I like all of them, George. It's hard to tell. I yeah. still, you know, I've only spun them a couple times each, so I still have to process if I was going to do like a ranking or how I feel about them, but I like all of those, those albums quite a bit, but I think four is probably my favorite one. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's the, the vocals on the songs in the very beginning. Yeah. Got like kind of like deep. Yeah. I really like that. Cause I think sometimes they can come across as cheesy, you know, if people can't do it well, but he does it really well. Yeah. Um, First so time I, I heard it really drew me in. I was like, wow, this is so like Peter Steele deep. You know yeah, exactly. That's a good yeah. Exactly a good way to describe it. Um, yeah. So, but yeah. um, but yeah, but I'm gonna. I got all the albums. I've spun a couple times, and I'm gonna keep spinning them probably through the weekend. Sweet. So I'll give you a ranking if you want when I'm done. I think yeah, that'd be great. I think I'm pretty much like five, four, three, two, one. Are you serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you thought they get got better every single record? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And the fifth one's quite a departure. It's just so much. Uh, well, Joel it, so. was uh, Joel was on that, right? He's that's the only one he was on, right? Yeah he he was in the video uh, for uh, was it Mount Pleasant Cemetery, mm-hmm. whatever. But I don't think he was actually on the album. He joined after it was recorded, but um, he did a lot of the music on Five. Okay, so yeah, no, it's a shame. I mean, at least they have the five records plus the you know EPs and stuff. I mean, so you would not believe. Catalog. The amount of money I had to spend to get the home seven inch. Oh, really? How the, much, George? I don't. Like I home, don't even know. The home it, or the hole? Home. It, it oh, was a. I it, was, said hole. It, it was. A, I believe a two song seven inch vinyl, 
that came out between four and five. And I mean, just go on Discogs and try to find one. Go on, try. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it took me a while and it, it was not cheap. I don't remember what it no. was, but it was not cheap. I did look because, you know, obviously four, they've re-released it and you can get five. No problem too. But yeah. um, uh, the other ones, you know, they go for a pretty penny even on, on uh, Discogs. I think I have them all. Oh, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, I know I have them on CD even, um, but I think they did. I think uh, Earache did reissues for the first couple. I don't have to look. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. It's like, um, it's funny too, because obviously you've talked about them so much in the podcast and I've been on the podcast for a while, but it's taken me this long to, to get back to well, I'm glad you did. it again and really getting into it. So. Excellent. Let me tell you about this little band called Thrust and Blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just listened to they got a, that new EP coming out, and they have a song. Yeah, the track that's up. And I just listened to that. It's really good. Yeah. All right, Anyways. Matt. Most excellent. Most excellent. Um, my deep dive has been on my year-end list, which I will not say anything about. Uh, <clears throat> we'll keep that secret for another you know, couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Uh, strangely enough, I have listened to Gate Creepers and Unexpected Reality a shit ton um, this last month. I love that album. Her our uh, motor or our excuse me, our Thunderdome. I've listened to a ton of Motorhead, uh, starting with <clears throat> um, what is the album that was on Perfect Day? Another Perfect Day. Another Perfect Day. Good stuff. Uh, a band called Disagnostic. Uh, the album is called Scar Echoes. Um, really good death metal on the brutal side. Uh, a band called Sixteen. Their album Into Dust. I believe there was a write up in Decibel on the last issue. And honestly, I did not realize that Sixteen was a band that had this career that has lasted for years. Yep. And I'm literally just getting into them. And this album is the first I've heard. Really dig it. Uh, really like the new Obituary single. Uh, Jamming that a lot this week. And then we got three songs, I believe, from Ashen Horde uh, with an album called Antimony coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it for me. John. All right. So it's weird. I really don't have much to say because surprisingly, so many of my albums were in the new releases. Which is, <laughs> I get one a year and this is my one. Uh, so, yes, we mentioned Devin Townsend. Lightwork Nightwork or Lightwork Deluxe, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we mentioned Disillusion. I am, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dream Unending, Song of Salvation, we've mentioned. So listen to that. Marcus on mentioned Limitations, Passion of Depression. It's a cool, cool album. And I agree with him. It's got some interesting proggy death stuff, proggy death in the vein of uh, Cynic and death but they don't sound like those bands but it's that type of proc metal proc death metal and it does have members either current or former of cynic black crown initiate exist and extol so that's interesting uh we already met talked about threshold dividing lines have been spinning that a lot marcus on mentioned uh worm blue nothing love that mini e p mini l no a mini ep is a single a mini lp is an ep that's true yeah whatever it's called it's a mini single doesn't exist that's just like napalm death that's just like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> um, something that hasn't been mentioned yet. And it was just like boner alert city this morning for me. Oh yeah. 
Fuck yeah. New enslaved drop today. Oh uh, yeah. That was me uh, doing the Kool-Aid guy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but frosty. See, they should bring the Kool-Aid guy back, but but James Headfield should be the face in the Kool-Aid guy. <laughs> Give him awesome. a little mustache. Yeah. Uh I guess it's called Hemdale. Hem- Heimdall. Heimdall. Heimdall, yep. Yeah. New album. Two of the songs have already been released. They released two of them previously last year. Um, but fuck yeah, let's bring it. That's like not till March, though. Yeah. Oh, geez. Surprisingly, that's only like four months away, three yeah. months away. Uh, I, I won't mention this EP. I'm going to save it for somebody else to, to talk you. about. Uh, and then... I found, and I only found this album because there was a cat on the album cover. And I was like, well, if there's a cat, I got to check this shit out. Meow. And uh, Guapa, Myrid, this is a stoner rock band from Sweden, which I'm really not big on stoner rock or metal anymore. I mean, I like spiritual beggars, but I like the early stuff better than the, uh, the more recent stuff. I hate how they venture into the bluesy. And I like blues, but I hate when stoner rock ventures bluesy it just sounds stale to me this was a kick-ass fucking album the vocalist she's amazing uh everyone's comparing her to bjork um but i was surprised at how non-fuzzy it sounded which is why i really liked it i think the guitar tones i actually i thought were more much better than usual on the stoner rock stuff but never heard of them i'm going to be spinning this a lot more i only got one spin in today because work sucks a bag of dirt right now so i'm really busy but killer killer album so it was good you know and it's not a metal album but it's it's heavy though but without the fuzz kind of mm, there's none of that stuff on it which is good at doom in it but it, yeah it's definitely yeah, more rock. a little bit but it no it's a stoner rock but yeah there's a little bit of tune but it just doom. there's there's grooves to it too which are, are really cool um and again she's a fabulous singer mm-hmm. and she's not that kind of high pitch whiny thing either. She's got her own kind of nice mid range vocals. So, right. And their name is like, means links, which is the cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, they got cats and album so. covers that, that, that hooked me. I was like, Hey, you got a cat on your album cover. <laughs> it's all John needs. Well, Hey there, little feline. Okay. How you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, Marcus, I actually, for my birthday, got a book is it's called Metalheads and their cats. And it's just all these nice. musicians with their cats. Oh man. Well, I was just out there. So I wanted to get a beer, but my cat, he's on his tower and he saw me and he jumped on and ran over to me and I had to hold him. And so I, Tracy's laying on the couch watching television and he loves laying on her cause she has this really soft blanket. So I was like, all right, kitty, I had to put you down. I tried to put him down on her and he, he wouldn't stay. He just kept come running back to me. Having any of it. Yeah. And so he was sitting right outside the door. He laid down on the ground. He's like looking at me when I came back in here. I was like, Oh yeah. yeah. He's just, he's so needy. Mm. <laughs> There's my boy. Anyway. Um, so what do am it. I listening to? I don't have a very long list. Um, Neither do I. So, <laughs> uh, for, first up, uh, the new uh, the new stuff from Ashen Horde and Timony, as mentioned, uh, I uh, pre ordered the vinyl on Indiegogo today, mm. and you should too. So mm. go find Ashen Horde on Indiegogo and pre order the vinyl so that we can get this shit made. Yeah, and they even have an option where you can get the vinyl and you can get a, a seven inch with, with extra tracks on it. Which is mm. pretty cool. Who doesn't love an extra seven inches? Seven inches. <laughs> so go out there, 
pre-order that shit on Indiegogo and get yourself some good metal. <clears throat> some French fried metal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, this is an album that I did not know about until the Decibel uh, Year Endless came out. What? Yeah, I actually learned something. <laughs> and uh, there's, a, there's actually a couple more on there that I haven't heard and I haven't listened to yet either. But, a... but this is a band called Chat Pile and, mm. and their first album called God's Country. They're an Oklahoma band that I'm just scared to try and put into a category. Um, I was talking to Stacy about them. And uh, actually, no, I was talking to James about them too. Actually, it was probably James that I said this to, but uh, from Decibel. To me, it sounds like cake meets corn meets napalm death. Okay. I, I, could, I could see that from the little bit I listened to. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. It, well, it, there's it, definitely a noise rock element to it. I still don't know what the fuck noise rock is. It I don't just know. It sounds like noisy rock, I and, guess. And I don't that. generally like that, but there's yeah. just something about this combination of... It's like, it's got, the the corn thing is just like a heavy bass and like a a bit of a groove to it. And the way he screams, like a heavier corn, okay? And Cake, because of the way he kind of, you know, talks some of the time over the lyrics, you know, uh, I feel your arms around me, you know, kind of cake-ish. And then- drums like corn too on the album? I didn't listen enough to- um, I'd have to listen to it again. They do have a unique drum sound. Yeah, it's it's very it's very interesting sounding album and uh and then you know they get really heavy and screamy so that's where the like the kind of grind sound would come in or yeah. noise if you want. Um so I'm really digging that. Uh cool. That was the surprise of the week. Uh only two other things. Mm. Uh mm, two there are. Yeah. Uh one is the uh it's not brand new or anything but the Sabaton, the War to End All Wars. The really? 10th album. I, uh, you know, I was just like, Hey, I, I haven't listened to this. I haven't listened to them in a while. Let me listen to this. And I really like this album, uh, enough that I'm actually going to talk about it on here. Um, wow. So I like it. I have to say, I'm not, I don't listen to power metal, but they seem to be a band that puts out quality every time. Cause they have so many like devoted fans, but maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. Well, now I know. I want to know what John was going to ask me. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, Marcus, son, about the Lamentations album that um, you mentioned to the bands that the guests are on. It was also uh, the band Exist. Uh, where's my list? I can't remember. But I was going to say that. Yeah, I, I like that you brought that up. Oh, Black Crown Initiate. It was. They have an unbelievable amount of guests on the album, which is kind yeah. of cool. So yeah, that's all I was going to say. Such a good record. Mm, yeah. I, I like mean, that's different. the kind of prog I like where it's guitar forward. Mm-hmm. It's always my favorite. So we've oh, got a too. lot of that this year. Oh, me too. Yeah. Go ahead, George. What's that last one? That last one, as uh, John alluded to earlier, is the new Thross and Blot EP, which Mark Son did mention. Uh, Excelsior, it's their sixth EP. The pre orders were up today, it releases next Friday. I, uh, I've had the ultimate honor and, 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 uh, privilege of listening to these songs come together from the beginning. Uh, Joel's been sending me like, you know, Hey, here's this guitar and drum track. 
Hey, I added bass. Hey, I added guitar solos. Hey, I added vocals. Here's, here's, here's a totally done pre-mastered mixed version. And, uh, you know, through the whole thing, I've been hearing it as it grows. And that is just about the coolest fucking thing for a music fan to be able to do. That's so awesome. I, I truly appreciate that. Um, and you know, this is heavy, heavy thrust and blot. This is not folky thrust and blot. Not that there's anything wrong with folky thrust and blot, but people sometimes ask, well, which, which fl- variety of flavor is it? And this is heavy thrust and blot. So, um, go on to Bandcamp and pre-order that shit now. So I would have got it today, but was today not Bandcamp Friday? Cause I got every no. indication that it wasn't. And that the next one's next month. Well, yeah. Oh, Cause it's like the third Friday oh, or whatever. Shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. God, that's how bad my yeah. fucking month has been for work. I apologize. I'm that late. Jesus. You are forgiven. So George, is this the album you were talking about that uh, you Nick. were listening to that you couldn't tell anyone about? You mentioned that I think on the new yeah. music Friday. Yeah. Nick was all like, Oh, yeah. you're just trying to hold back and get another, uh, uh, what the hell is that band? I'm so old. A something. Abigor, Abigor. Yeah. Um, and I was like, nah, I just wasn't feeling that I was, because I was hearing stuff that he hadn't announced yet. I didn't want to talk about yeah. it. And okay. uh, I figured that's what it was. But uh, regarding Nick, to quote John McLaughlin, for those who remember the, the, the show, wrong. Yes, exactly. Wrong. It was totally Thross and Blood. It was not. Uh, huh? Avatarium nice. or, or whatever else there was. Well, but So if you want it, Bandcamp Friday is coming. Now that I know what part of the month we're in, Bandcamp Friday is coming up in a couple weeks. <laughs> yep. yep. But get it now. Get it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jay's here. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. Finally. Just in time. <laughs> Boy. Wow. How much what pizza did, did this guy eat? Jesus, what do you get? A stuffed crust pizza or something? Jesus. I wanted to join like this. Yeah. Jay's <laughs> been frozen for an hour. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, yeah. Mine's, mine's, not come, mine's been delayed till the 29th. How is that possible? You know, it, mine, I ordered mine wrong. first and mine's mm-hmm. delayed. So <laughs> Jay writes it wrong for me too. Cause I, I know it's well known that we like that record very much, but it replaces what I tried to actually have in my collection, which is a bootleg, but it's from Manhattan on the, um, piece of mind tour, yeah. but well, I'm so happy to have that. Well, Jay, what have you yeah. been listening to? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. The new song record is great. It's, um, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's it's different than um the, every record they do is different from the last record they did. So, but this one's a little bit more traditional, and it's really good. I love how that guy sings, man. I think he's such good songwriters. So the new side record, um, still listening to the new Behemoth, the new Goat Horror, and I always cruise the stuff you guys put in the you guys you put in the new music thing and stuff. So lots of different stuff, but those are probably the ones that I've been listening to a lot. That's it. All right, that, that and everything else I listen to every day. You've got to be like, it's only an hour and 40 minutes in. How are they possibly to what we're listening to already? I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's moved pretty fast. You know, life moves pretty fast. And if you don't. And actually, you know what? I'm going to say, and soon I will be listening to Beast Over Hammersmith, which is what I did not say out loud when I got on. So people didn't mm-hmm. know what I was holding up. But 
so happy to have this man. Really nice package too. She's named Parkinson. Yeah, it's really nice. You know, they got the it's it is a um, triple album, and um, they did the proper cover on this. And oh, for those of you who don't know, they restored what was they had hoped would be the original sound um, track listing, which it has um, Total Eclipse on it instead of Gangland. Yep. Oh fuck up because uh, Gangland only was on there because they sort of accidentally put Eclipse as the B side, which by the way he covers in the liner notes. A message from Ari. It, right. And it's like an infinitely better song too. It's <laughs> it's way better. I mean, and a, a good a good um, proof of that, John, is that it's on the live album and Gangland is not. You know. Well, I've I've always said the two best songs on that album are that and the Prisoner. They just sound so vicious and heavy and cool i'm glad you guys got it i'm still waiting for mine well that stated though by the way the the album itself i don't imagine is any different i'm suspecting this weren't those remasters that all came out a few years ago they've remastered their stuff so many or it seems like they reissue so many remasters for so much you just want that live album which is Jay and I go on and on about how we think it's their best live album. It's really one of my holy grails, though. Like, I always thought, I'll never put that on. Yeah, because it was in that box set. Yeah. So this is... This Today's the day. You got it now. That's awesome. You guys got it. Very cool. Yeah, yeah it's got extensive, a pretty, a rather extensive um, writing by uh, Steve Harris and John, um, which I haven't read the whole of yet. I just opened the box. Cool. Right. They just I, I include that now because this will most definitely be going on the record player this weekend. So Jay's number one and number two albums of the year, I'm going to predict right now, is going to be number one, Exit Stage Left, or the <laughs> Rush Live, YYZ, and <laughs> Beast Silver Hammersmith, number two. I, Followed yeah, by I the uh, Holy Diver. Uh, yeah, the Holy Diver Barisi yeah, mix. Barisi yeah, mix. I'm fighting <laughs> with myself over that one. Honestly, it's going to be hard to keep that off the list. <laughs> but I swear to you, John, I just listened to YYZ again. Oh, it's so fucking good. I haven't listened to it in a little while, and yeah. It's so good. Yeah. All right, well, I think that covers me. All right. So uh, oh, yeah. we're going to move on to our top five now. And I want to preface this. Okay, so <clears throat> the top five is top five complaints about Decibel's year-end list. And I want to be absolutely clear here that we are not trying to insult Decibel. Decibel are our pals, and we like them. The point of this is to uh, sort of poke fun at the complainers that complain about things like this. In the you know, social media world, yes. In the, in the social media world. So uh, because Decibel is the first list of any consequence that comes out, uh, they just happen to be the one that we chose for this. So, uh, and because we know them, uh, they know we're kidding. So that said, top five complaints about Decibel's year-end list. Marcus on, go. Yeah, so my number five is er. I only know like five of the albums on this list. (laughs) So this one drives me nuts because whoever makes this comment and we get it a lot or I see it a lot should be celebrating the fact that decibels top 25 
gives them a shit ton of new albums to spin. Exactly. Yeah, you only know like five. Uh-huh. You, you need to broaden your horizon. Here's some more stuff that maybe would make your list if you got to spin it. So. And if not, you can always go and read Revolver if that's more your speed. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Metal Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt. So I literally pulled quotes off of Facebook. So okay. Here we go. Wait, number five. Enrage beyond recovery that Conan and artificial brain on on here. Yep. <laughs> Y'all owe me a new pair of pants. I saw that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John. All right. I have three lists actually, believe it or not. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have uh, my top five complaints in social media from readers or listeners, whatever you call it. I have my own personal top five complaints about their list. And then I have my top five complaints about complaints from the readers online. <laughs> so, John with the deep dive. So I don't know how you want to do it. Do you want to just do these five and I'll just do the other ones as like honorable mention? Yeah, you, you should do just, the other ones countdown as a bonus or, afterwards. Or okay. you could just do three of them right now and then three of them and then three of them. Okay, I'll, I'll do these real quick. So uh, this is my top, this is my number five complaints from readers. Number 39? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you always got to get a nine in there, George. You know? Yeah. All right. So my my number five, my personal complaint: where are the prog bands? Yeah. All right. Yep. And then uh, here's my first complaint regarding the complainers. Did you even read the introduction before you looked at the list? <laughs> uh, yep. Because that'll come up again later. All Just right. Stay with that one, Jay. I don't necessarily hear all the complaints, but I know what complaints people do. And so my number five will be just because a band has been around forever doesn't mean they make a good album every year. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good one. That's a good one, Jay. I, like <laughs> yeah. I think that's one that people might even do to me because sometimes I feel like my list is full of bands and it just seems like, Jay, are you trying to find new music? But <laughs> hey, man, some of these bands have been around forever, been around forever for good reason. Yeah, true exactly. That. True that. Yeah, exactly. All right. My number five uh, is one that we hear a lot, and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else put this down, but um, it's, don't they care about the albums that come out for the rest of the year? <laughs> because yes. their album or their list comes out in early November, and people can't fathom that they get the promos ahead of time that, for the things that are coming out later in the year. Yeah. So, uh, what? Yeah, they get pe- promos? Somebody always gets bent about that. God, like really <laughs> fucking bent yeah. about it. Yeah. Which is crazy too, because if they read the magazine, they probably read the review sections. And a lot of those reviews come out before the albums come out. So they exactly. know they're getting shit early and they just forget conveniently. As exactly. I like to say, album get uh, Albert gets the albums before they're even recorded. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gets thrust and blotted for every single band. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Back to you, Marcus. Uh, yeah. So my number four is, Hey, that number two album on your list is even metal. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so which that, that fucks know. up one of mine. Just so you know. Oh no, we're going to repeat ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah we, we'll, we'll you know, repeat we always have repeats, so it's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I figured that was going to come yeah. up at least three or four times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause, and you know, I, I, I agree with that. Some, we, we all agree with that at some point, cause especially the number two, which is why I put it just, yeah. it wasn't random. Um, so, you know, but 
we talked about this earlier. Sometimes it's like a feeling of metal or maybe they've been doing metal and then something they're doing now isn't quite metal. And then it's what they decide. It's all about their writers and their lists and then trying to combine it just like we do. Yeah. You know, like Ulver, they haven't been metal for years, but their shit is still fucking metal as far as I'm concerned. And it still shows up on metal lists too. I know. I know. I know totally they're, they're actually the best example of that George. They have put two metal albums yeah. of their whole catalog. Yeah. The first and third. Yeah. It's that one's, that one's a little bit tough for me because if I see an album and I, and I don't consider it metal and it's on the list, it's like, um, I wish, I kind of wish they would take it off just so you could put another album on the list that I can, would consider metal. But of course this is my preferences. Uh-huh. So like the decibel list this year, they had, the little, you know how they do the little top fives in, in the yeah. columns and stuff. Number 41 was a tie and like Goat Whore was on there. Like they could have been on the list if they took off Oceans of Slumber, which is not a metal album to me. Right. Even though they've done metal in the past. That's yeah. some of my favorite. Yeah, they rated that record so hard too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Goat Whore record. Yeah. It, uh, those are some of my favorite things are the the silly things they write on the sides of the pages with the, their, their little top fives. Yeah. And I wanted this to be sort of like one of those. So. Mm-hmm. I have decibel envy. (laughs) 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 All right, uh, Matt. My number four. So nothing good comes out in November and December then? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. All right, John. All right, I'll do my three quick again. Uh, So this is the complainers on Facebook. Where Where the fuck is insert your favorite band? If they're not on the list, Where, where's this band? All right. Uh, my personal angry is how can you give an album a nine and you refuse and they don't even make the top 40 word. You know, they, every albums they give these nines are glowing reviews and you don't see them ever again. And then yeah. uh, my complaints about the complaints, would you be happy if they published your list in mid January? No, you would bitch. It's too late then. <laughs> nice. The nines are is a good one because um, in the newest decibel where they have the list in the back where they do reviews, the, the hammers of misfortune got a nine, but mm-hmm. they're not on the list. Nope. So yeah, it, but it, again, it's like they have a lot of writers and people and they, they put out their list of what they like and then they have to do some kind of math to figure out what's going to go on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even, and again, and you mentioned this too, John, if you read the introduction, you know, Albert even said, he's like, there's albums that I love that's not on the list. It's just the way well, it happens. Dude, how, many, how many times have we done a year end where your favorite record of the year kind of got tanked by the rest of oh, us? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. all, it's happened to all of us. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. As the uh, podcast editor-in-chief, I'm just going to make some executive decisions from now on and just put my shit at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oops, just- I made a typo. Is this still edited out right now? Uh-uh. Are you editing this out right now? No. Okay. I'm not saying anything then. You can say something if you want, and I will. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> no, no. It's actually, it's coming up in one of my complaints. Okay. So. <laughs> All right, then, Jay. Okay. Um, so let's see here. It's too, the, the list is too varied and all over. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think that do I feel that I, I personally I don't know if anybody says that, but I feel that keenly because I always sort of feel like my taste is varied and all over the place. So it's super possible for a thrash record or something to be my number one and something weird and avant garde 
hard to be number two. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. completely different things within the genre. And it really is like, I mean, I would call to mind here that they have like Ken mode on there and stuff, which there are albums we all disagree with that they put on there. But if you really look at it, dude, it, it it's all over the place. And that's fine with me. But mm-hmm. I bet you some people can't stand that. Yeah. So yeah. People that oh, don't like to stray do. from their lane. They're just like, I only like this. The gatekeepers get pissed yeah. about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, my number four is one that uh, we have received this complaint. <laughs> I know this one. Uh, in the reverse. And that this is, is <laughs> there isn't enough death doom music on this list. <laughs> yes. The reverse oh, of yeah. that being is that we have too much death doom on the podcast, <laughs> which isn't really true. It's not really true, but it's fun. Not still. even close to being true, but no, I think I've only been like 15% death doom every year. Yeah. Before <laughs> we move on to, and we probably should have made a conversation out of this, but we don't have to. I don't know if you guys have followed any of the controversy, which seems to follow this guy around, but I do have a question, George. I, I don't guess you did go see Wasp in Baltimore. Uh, that's next week or sorry, oh, not next oh, week. Okay. It's the 29th. Are you going? I have tickets. Will does too. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's been slight controversy around it because they were all like, it's going to be the biggest thing you ever saw. And they were really just coming out playing a bunch of songs. Now that stated, apparently, I mean, well, I've seen footage and they sound great. So That's good because yeah, I was considering skipping it just because I didn't feel like going. Um, watch some of the footage and it might change your mind just because he sounds so good, dude. I love yes. his voice. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, it's it'll be interesting, too, because it's in Leesburg. Um, which is like where that total wine and that Chinese place that we went to, uh, for those of you mm-hmm. that I took, uh, Mark's yeah. on Matt, um, which is only like a half hour from my house and, uh, no place that I've ever seen a band before. So that's wild. Yeah. Um, well they, um, if you, I mean, if you, if you really want to test or like test your own dedication, you could look at the set list or something if you haven't done that. It's true. Good to get that true. Uh, I'm also curious whether John Bush is going to be singing for Armin Saint by then, because that would be uh, a possible deal breaker if he's not better by then. Oh, was he sick or something? Yeah, he he was replaced by... Guy from Dangerous Toys. Yeah, Jason McMaster. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, that's the dude from Watchtower. Yeah, Watchtower, Dangerous Toys, uh, wow. some other things. And although, I guess, I mean, I like Jason McMaster, so I guess that wouldn't be a bad thing, but I, you he's know... He's good, but John Arch is... Not John legendary. Arch, John Bush. Or John Bush, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but I've never seen Armored Saint. I'd kind of like to see him with John Bush, so. Um, yeah. So. Okay, anyway, I digress. All um, right, number three. Marcus on. Yes, number three. Uh, I think John mentioned this and exactly the way I'm about to say it, too, and that is, where the fuck is, insert favorite band name here. Yeah, <laughs> where uh, are they? <laughs> exactly. It's probably the most common complaint because everybody has their favorites and they want to see them on the list, of course. But mm-hmm. the thing of it is, is that they, they, people seem to get personally offended yes. if their top record doesn't make the cut. It's an affront to them. It, it really is. <laughs> they just can't wrap their brain around it. No. What the fuck? Exactly. You can just see them like, yeah. <laughs> List well, rage. It would, be, it would be nice to submit those people to, and there, it didn't happen the way it does now, but like year end lists from, you know, 85 or something. You might be surprised some of the shit that didn't make, you know, that everyone didn't recognize as, as great as it was when it was first out. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Good one. Matt. Like that one. 
Without time wave zero by blood incantation. <laughs> well, that, that that covers a couple of points there because it's both it. it's both a where the hell is this band and also it's not a metal album. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was kind of my that's awesome. theme with that one is like insert metal album that's not necessarily metal. Yep. Yep. I really like that record though. I know. Totally. Me too. Totally. <laughs> Me too. John. Okay, so I'm going to preface this one. This is actually from our Facebook page. And so if the person who said this is listening, I am not coming <laughs> after you. I just found oh, yes, this in, is. In, an interesting complaint about the list because it never dawned on me that this was an issue. It's obvious this list is biased towards American bands. I'm like, what? I never even right. thought of that. Right. So that's one of our, on our Facebook page, I'm not coming after you. I just thought it was an interesting take on the list. Right. All right. All right. My number three, I think we can all appreciate this. Why is Paradise Lost and Napalm Death always ranked in the top five when they release an album? <laughs> that would be Albert. That would be Albert. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then my number three complaint about complainers. Why are you whining about an obscure band that no one's ever heard of and only five people have bought on Bandcamp? Because that's metal. <laughs> so that goes with uh, Marcus on you and I mentioning uh, insert favorite band. Yep. All right, Jay. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, I'll do uh, That's Not Metal, which was, has been stated, and that is frequent you know that's a that's a big thing that people all the time which is yeah. funny because that means you know you're the arbiter of what's metal and what's not and I, at the very least i always i personally would tend to defer to people older than myself on that kind of um like um well in this case I'm, that's I'm only john trusting in john that john's <laughs> That's the final say. I will render my judgment later. (laughs) But no, but think what what I mean is John, John, not like most of us has lived through the vast history of metal. Mm -hmm. And it's a little more all encompassing than you think, man. You know what I mean? That's all. So, yeah. Up to and including even new things that have equivalents in the past, but you might have to stretch pretty hard to find them. But yeah. I'm not a big fan of the whole that's not metal thing. Let let me tell you what metal was like back in 1980. (laughs) (laughs) My number three, don't think about it. Just accept it. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's it. Let's find out where where you were going. I don't like pudding. I love pudding. Well, then you can't have your meat, can you? <laughs> I like. I actually like Yorkshire pudding too. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorites. Mm. Mm. Uh, although I got figgy pudding spam. Oh god. Yeah. Not that pudding. <laughs> I don't want figgy pudding, and I don't want spam, and I certainly don't want them together. Oh my gosh, I haven't had it yet. Tomorrow, so, I think I'm going to have it. Say so what else I like, Marcus? On pudding. Pudding. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, pudding. <laughs> <laughs> You're my pudding, John. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this one's been said a couple times, I think. And uh, so I wrote it out this way 
Er, there's almost two months of the year left to go. What about all the albums yet to be released? Insert thinking emoji. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it drives me crazy. This one, as we've said, yeah, that's one of the gets, worst. They get mm-hmm. they get all the albums way in advance. That's why they can do this. Yep. Yeah. Maddie. Number two, you clearly did not hear the cult EP. well and this was a great one so this is what i did you did what i what i was gonna do and that's why i asked george how it was gonna go i was gonna pick stuff Mm -hmm. right from there Mm -hmm. and they talk about the cult ep and i was thinking about the cult album right so there's a lot of things wrong with this because a it's not the cult that we're thinking of not the cult the band the person that wrote that wrote cult ep that's the title of the ep but they didn't put the name of the band in it at all Exactly. So uh, there's a lot wrong with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and it's an EP. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's an EP. That's the other thing, which doesn't go on the decimal list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, John. All right, I'll do mine quick. We've already mentioned this. This one is going to tie both the complaints on Facebook and in my complaints about the complaints. It's only November. What about the rest of the year? We've done this one already. Uh-huh. Uh, so my complaint about their list is, do you even listen to metal? What's up with the noise, rock, dark wave, and avant-garde bands, which is their basic, their number two pick every year. Yeah. I almost think that they do it on purpose just to fuck with everybody, um, which if that's the case, then I'm down with it. I'm cool. Um, and then... Uh, my complaint about the complainers, do you even know how combined lists are put together? Do you even know what it what it entails when you've got X number of writers? analysis. I mean, they've got umpteen number of people that they're putting all their lists together. Do you even know what that means? Have you comprehended the fact that your album may not even show up, even though it's on your list? Yeah. And high, it could be your number one and not show up. Exactly. Which, by the way, that that calls to mind a question, John, and it would be a difficult baseball statistic to do. But I wonder how many, on average, how many albums on the list were never mentioned in decibel in any other way. Not, you know, not that's, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, that's, I never thought of that. That'd be interesting to go back and look at, go through their reviews and all the albums they talk about during the year and how many, like, didn't make it and how many did they never mentioned made it. Yeah, because how many number twos there. made their list? Or you know, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. it'd be cool to like go back and see all the albums they gave like an eight or a nine, which is pretty high. You know, you never see a ten. Well, you have seen tens, but There's it's pretty rare. Pretty rare, yeah. So anything from eight up, it would be interesting to make a list and then look at their mm-hmm. top twenty-five and see which one of those actually made it, because all those are really highly rated records. Yeah, and yeah. so just in case this is still hard for everyone to understand. Because, by the way, we're only at two hours and ten minutes, so I can go off on this shit for as long as I want. <laughs> um, you got a whole slew of people. You got to put up all these albums in one big pot, and you got to figure it out. That's just how it works. Yeah. You know, if you don't understand why Undeath is number one on their list, that album may have showed up on every list. It may not even made it past ten as a, on someone's list, but it showed up on everyone's list. Yeah. And you have to listen to John because, as Jay said, John is old and he's the authority. And he is our st- statistician. Let me tell you about metal in 1978. <laughs> <laughs> Little album called Stained Motherfucking Class. <laughs> I, brought, I brought that in today's terms so you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. 
All right, uh, Jay. Sorry. Then. Okay, which one of these didn't I? Uh, I did that metal album. Um, yeah, I'll say I have a good last one. The rest of these weren't in order. There's um, two more. You know, this one's been said too, which is uh, you don't know, or no, excuse me, uh, you left out some obscure thing that only I know about. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. I mean, I'm sure people want them to scour Bandcamp and listen to your friend's band and all that stuff, but. <laughs> Let's see. Hey, man, there's only so many hours in there. Yeah. I'm just waiting for that one dude to say, dude, everyone knows Bat Squatch was the best album this year. <laughs> right. That was a beer I had last weekend. That's true. I, know. I, I brought that up, George, because we drank that recently. <laughs> <laughs> Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch. Everyone knows that's the best grindcore album ever. That's true. If Catatonic Society's not in there, you're an asshole. Oh, well, <laughs> when that new one comes out, I will definitely post that in the complaints. That'll be a lister. Yeah. yeah. Or a blister. I don't know. Fuck yeah. you guys at Desert. <laughs> All right. Hey, my, my number two uh, is not new at all, but I'm going to put my own spin on it. Uh, mm. I, I, used, I used HTML brackets without insert album not on the list by insert band not on the list. That list doesn't mean anything. AKA, their list yes. sucks because my favorite album isn't on there. Yeah. Your list is invalid because that album's not there. Yep. Yeah. That's, a, that's a really good one, George. Yeah. What, what was it? What was five. it? Oh, yeah. This album's on there. Shit list. I saw that how many times on there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Good call. That's a good one, George. Yeah, that is I a like great that one. one. Yep. All right. Marcus on number one. Take us home, man. Yes, this is the most valid and absolutely true complaint we hear about the decibel list every year, and it's mostly from the people in this very Zoom chat. <laughs> the Metalheads Podcast Top 25 is so much fucking better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this is supposed to be funny, not true. <laughs> right, it's funny and true. Because it's, it's funny true. and true. All right, fair enough. That's a double-edged sword from Microsoft. <laughs> Boom. Boom. All right, Matt. My number one. No Lorna Shore. Communication. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow of Intent. <laughs> see the overarching theme there. Yeah. All right. Uh, John, then. That, that's funny you should mention the Lorna Shore because my number one complaint is this list is too mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right. My number one complaint. It's been mentioned once before. There's not enough death doom bands on their list every year. <laughs> yeah. We love, we love you, James. Yep. And uh, my number one bitching complaint about the bitching complainers, stop bitching about a subjective list and post your own list. If you know, so goddamn much, by the way, do you know the difference between objective and subjective? Slow clap. <laughs> Post your own list if you think you're so damn smart. That's right. It's all for fun. <laughs> it is funny, too, because people do complain and they never post their own list. Oh. I mean, some people do, but most people do yeah, not. George, do you, was it last year George White challenged that one guy who was just bitching up a storm? Because you had a, a – so last year George made a post early on about mm -hmm. people bitching, and this year I did it. But I remember last year, George, you did it. Some guy was just bitching. I finally said, dude, just post your list. Let's yep. see what you got. Nothing. Silence. Silence. 
you ain't got no list, bitch, because you only got one album that only five people in Bandcamp bought. It's listless. <laughs> He's only got Lorna Shore on his list. Look, I might be old, but I'll bring the shit on this one. Yep. Yeah. Don't mess with the ball unless you want to get the horns. Yeah. What? <laughs> no disturbed? What the fuck? Well, then I that didn't drop until just horns. today, so that was totally past the time that Decibel would have even heard it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny. Man, get over yourselves. Okay. Right. Mine is uh, just about as general as you can get, but it's because so many people out there in the little community are basically the comic book guy on uh, The Simpsons' worst episode ever. Um, <laughs> and, that is just, and, and it's just simply, you don't know anything about metal. Yes. Yeah. But it's, Jay, you say it's the most general. It's like the most biting from fans. You don't know shit about metal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You know, <laughs> five finger death punch. We should have put them on the list. Yeah. Only been doing this magazine for 20, 20 years. <laughs> Where's the slipknot? Yeah. So my, my number one is actually pretty close to Jay's, but uh, I just went full nihilist on this one. Uh, so imagine like an emo hair flip and just uh, these albums all suck. You suck. Die. Actually, <laughs> I like it, George. Actually, George yeah. I like it. You know, one thing that didn't get represented, and I, this is where I thought you were going with that, which is that, that everything that came out this year sucked. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that—that's definitely an opinion that's out there. It's just like it's just fucking not like it used to be, man. There are any fucking good records. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, get off your FM radio, douche. <laughs> So there you have our top five. Um, so you got plenty of ammunition to lob at us when we do our list yeah. next month. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Actually, yeah, go ahead and bitch about our list so we can laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I already know what it, uh, too many too many prog albums on your list. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there's only one thing left to do, and that is proclaim Weird. an album of the episode. Mm. And, um, did you guys hear about that reissue of uh, Mastodon's Leviathan? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm editing nice. it that I'm going to edit that out so it won't be there. So it makes oh, no man. sense. George, you should, it it you happened. Poor Matt. He never gets to pick anything else. Hey, George, I would edit all that out and just have us all going, what? With a long pause <laughs> before it. You're like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, Marcuson, what's yours? I mean, I got to go with Iron Maiden Beast Over Hammersmith because that is an album that's been talked about and talked about and talked about. It's legendary here on the cast. Oh, God, and yeah. um, finally got it today and got to spin it once. Um, so uh, I would look forward to spinning it many, many more times. I have heard it, of course, but um, Mountain of Vinyl. Hey, Marcuson, it's best, great. Best moment on the album. I know. Jay might agree is right before number of the beast. Literally, we're going to play a song called, you know, we're not, excuse me, right before run to the Hills, third song on the album. Wow. Literally no one claps. Yeah. It's like, just, <laughs> and then he says, well, it's all your fault. You're the ones who made it. Number one, I guess the, cause the video had just come out. No, no, no. He's so, talking about, he's talking about his which is this Saturday show. Yes. Right. In England, and he's saying, "Are you guys watching Tiswas?" Because he says the guy's showing a bunch of cowboy movies on there. Yeah, he says you'll fucking fall. Yeah, literally. This thing of ours going to number one. Nobody 
claps yeah. to run to the hills. <laughs> it's <just> an amazing <laughs> moment. That's great. Yeah. Ignorance. Yeah. And by the way, John BT just posted pictures of his copy. Nice. With the word Holy Grail on it. Nice. Everybody's so, getting it. So glad people What's are up, getting John? it. Oh no! I actually reordered it. It's supposed to come on Sunday. Then I'll just cancel my previous order. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. well, I, well, I don't understand what happened with your I have no idea. Supposedly it's delayed. I'm like, are I you? Bought, serious? I literally bought mine after you bought yours. I know. I bought mine first. I'm the one who saw it first. I said, dude, check <laughs> you ordosed it, man. I got ordosed. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I didn't even you. look at the third record sleep. Uh, I'm glad everyone's getting it because I've just always loved it. That live album. I didn't get it. That's well, you know, maybe you will. Hey, George, if I get two, you might get one. Maybe you know. Shannon, Shannon's going to be kind to you. Shannon, don't come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no Santa here. Well, we somehow sling Blade and James Hetfield into our episode <laughs> from the South. Hey, right, Matt, go ahead and say it. It's a contractual obligation that I signed <laughs> before Mastodon was even a band. That if the album Leviathan by Mastodon was mentioned, that is my album of the episode. Second place would be an unexpected reality by Gate Creeper. Ooh, that's fair. Nice. All right, Johnny. George, uh, get your zucchini out. It's been out the whole time. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) It never goes in. (laughs) It's It's an Audi. It's just permanently out all the time. <laughs> ever since floppy. ever since the pandemic, who wears pants? Come on. <laughs> flopping about. All right. Have you ever seen basketball? Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> Where they're in the locker room and they turn around quickly and it's like <laughs> Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Don't they also like the argument in that movie that takes place like this? Dude, dude. 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 And then he finally is, at the end it's like dude. dude he's like, you yeah. know what? I didn't think does it does anyone catch that movie that uh little bitch is the kenny character but in real life in that film the guy they keep calling little bitch the whole film yeah that's their kenny character okay i'll buy that yeah yeah george that uh scene in the locker room don't they do a slow-mo on that too i don't know well it's it's always like just at the bottom of the screen so you don't really see it but you just you, you you know, you hear the sound and the movement and it's like, he turns and it's just like, <laughs> where do they make out again? The Muka Waka Waka board or something like that at the end. Remember they did this whole makeout scene mm. at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. Basketball. Yeah. But that <laughs> is right. just about one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that scene. <laughs> right, well, since, since you're, swishing around and you got your zucchini i'm doing it yeah i said it devin townsend light work is my album of the episode because it's so damn positive and like i said it's nice to hear something that's not negative for once because every time you turn around there's something negative in your face from somewhere in your life it's nice to have something that's not like that or something in your face it's typo positive yeah that's that's the problem everything in my face hasn't been positive (laughs) So, you know, I have to go with the maiden too. And, and I've said so much about it. There's no need to, except that I just noticed, like, look how, how, how it's delineated on the spine. The number of the beast over Hammersmith. Cause that's mm-hmm. two records in this one package. That's uh-huh. a fucking nice little sentence. Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. The number of the beast over Hammersmith. So yeah. So glad to have this on vinyl. I'm uh, 
I haven't had a chance to spin it. I'm finally, I will do that tomorrow. I feel like I'm so missing out. Can, I'm having I, I know we're Hammersmith envy. It's just, it, I, I, well, no, I, I talk about it too much. It's just such a good, it's probably my favorite live network. It's yeah. Cool. And if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, just go onto YouTube and you'll just watch some of the clips, just put Iron Maiden live at Hammersmith and they'll all come up and they're all awesome. And it looks fake, but there's really a, an audience there. There's really a, a crowd. <laughs> yeah. It's not metaverse. No. <laughs> and, and Bruce doesn't sound like Bruce, which is really cool about it too, which is kind of cool. He's got a whole different register going on in that, that live well, show. He's got the original register. And mm-hmm. he, Jesus, know, this thing's $60. The other thing is I remember being that much. Um, but you get, since, since I am holding it, you also get to hear him sing. And you may have heard him sing some of these and other things, but forgive me. Well, first of all, Invaders Live, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Murders in the Room Morgue, Wrathchild, um, Another Life. That's like fucking killer. Just, Killers. Yeah. Uh, Transylvania is on there. Prowler. I mean, these are things you don't get to hear birds sing every day. Fan of the Opera. Mm-hmm. All three albums are equally represented on the album. Well, I, I was... And as is Number of the Beast. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. All, yeah, I mean, all three. All three are represented yeah. nicely. I was about to, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, impulse buy that uh but uh at 60 dollars my zucchini wilted is that what makes it? i don't remember paying 60 bucks I I it's 60 dollars yeah yeah it's it's between like 50 something and 60 i mean the last thing not that i'm like averse to paying that much for vinyl back in the day but when i don't you know now nah, I'm gonna even though that. i know it's hard for me to stop myself but here's the other thing i'll say about this record it contains all the energy of a band that is aware they just made a really good record it's about mm-hmm. to go supernova and was not supernova at the time you know they were still this was still living with his grandma you know what i mean and there was there's so much energy on this thing the, it's pre-mtv basically i mean these songs were just hitting mtv at that time yeah i remember seeing number of the beast on friday the night friday night videos <laughs> oh it's just awesome. like on nbc or something uh-huh. yeah yeah Dirty. uh my album of the episode is also Devin Townsend. Scoot over, John. <laughs> wow. I'm on the zucchini. Yeah, the zucchini train. <laughs> All right. Well, well, see, Will shows up and it just becomes Dick Cast again. It does. Dick Tastic. <laughs> That's new. Yeah, I had yeah, a couple yeah. other names for the episode. Um, one of them doesn't work because he left before it became his birthday. I, I was going to say we should call it Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Oh, uh, so so his birthday is like midnight tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. tomorrow. Thanks for the heads up. So, yeah. um, We're going to have to do a whole new segment to get to that. Yeah. So uh, now my, now my suggestion for the uh, episode title is land speed record. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys, are you guys doing anything specific tomorrow? Is it just kind of getting hammered? We can't tell you. Oh, it's a secret. <laughs> what? No, no. Uh, we're, we're going to Atlas. Uh, around like two o'clock and um, yeah and whatever else uh, clearly john and will are gonna go to the casual pint and have fun without me but yeah you oh, guys. i don't know yet i mean it depends i gotta work tomorrow morning so oh, all right you gotta work tomorrow Dude, it's just this is like three years of shit just culminating into one big giant turd at the end of the, at the end of this year. So I'm working every day. So actually, to be honest with John, that's Golgotha and shit demon. We have a different, 
situation, but we are also dealing with three years of this weird COVID exhaustion thing at work, and that has put us deeply behind on so many things. So, well, not I, working Saturdays, but our studies usually last roughly two years each, and we run concurrently a, a current study we do, a future one, and a past one. They're all all parts of them are all happening at the same time from three different times, and this one's just been brutal. Am I? 20 coming up on 28 years without question the worst one we've ever done uh. brutal yeah i guess that for you all right well this is probably one of the shortest <laughs> episodes we've done in years oh hey i have that i have that snow globe nice. well this is going back to like i get this is yeah. for so me good. yes oh, yeah, it's funny mine the the snow has all turned red we're, it's we're raining blood. It's snowing blood. Snow globe, by the way. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it's all like, like exposed to sun or something. That would probably be it. Mm. Yeah, it's sitting right. on my shelf in my <laughs> office that does get some sunlight. Or it's just well, blood. George, my bath of snow globe says hi to your bath snow globe. Indeed. What did that gentleman come with? Did Abbath give that to you personally? So it was best friends with him. No, it was just a special release with the first solo record. You had to buy it separately. Yeah, I bought mm-hmm. it separately. No, but um, Abath did, as you know, gave us a copy of his album. And I didn't tell you this, Matt, but um, Sergey stole mine. Yeah. And I didn't have the heart to tell him, like, that was kind of important to me, dude. But he didn't have the record. And I was like, oh, that's sure. Perfect. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, but I, mean, I wish I had it. Is up on well, you can always show. go visit it. And you could always get, be stealthy and just steal it from him. He'd never, <laughs> he'd never notice. He'd never it notice. Yours after, after all. Hey, Jay, when you go over to the house, say, hey, sir, why did you get that on that poster on the wall? And he'll look the other yeah. direction. You just yeah. snag it on him right snag there. Him. Viva la Abbath. <laughs> or just, just hit him in the head with that snow globe and take it. <laughs> That's how the snow <laughs> globe got red. <laughs> um, just because we're chatting now, and I know we're going to wrap this up, but I, I'm going to say this just because I did. I just watched that movie um, last night, The Road to Perdition. That was pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. What I is never that? got around to that. Uh, it's Tom Hanks, where Tom Hanks is like a oh. 1930s gangster muscle. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's Literally actually uh, based on a comic book. Is that? Isn't mm-hmm. everything? I like that. Not everything, but it's funny. You know, now it seems like that's the case, but when that movie came out, you know, people, and people don't know. When movies like that, if it's not superhero and it comes yeah. out, sometimes people don't even realize that it's based on a comic. Sure. There's a lot of movies like that, but yeah, it's a good movie. Marcus, on you need to write a comic book about a podcast, a heavy metal <laughs> podcast. And it's not, there's no superheroes. It's just about heavy metal and podcasts. Just podcasting and metal. Yes. Right. And every panel is a different person. God, I wonder if there's a comic about a podcast because it seems like it would be really boring. Yeah. Podcastings are not. Unlike our like episodes, which are not. No, 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 of course not. Chock comic full. about it. Mm. We just have loads of stuff going on in our podcast. It would just be like bubbles with like dick, 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 dick. <laughs> that sounds terrible. So this is our this is our shortest one going back to what 2015 when yeah. when yeah. I first got on. Probably. And how many people turned off at like the 47 dick jokes in the first 10 minutes? <laughs> I don't know. Well, what <laughs> Well, it depends. I mean, George could cut some of that out, I suppose. Um, yeah, so we'll be down to what forty-three. Yeah, this is going to be <laughs> under an hour when I'm done with it. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, a number of people are going to be listening to it and get up to go use the bathroom and they come back. And yeah. Like, they're done? They're going to be like, what? what they did their top five already? Yeah. <laughs> well, we could just, you know, do a round table now and uh, just go for another hour or two. I love the short one. I'm into it. Yeah. I, That's not what she is. said. Well, it's what I said. <laughs> wow. I like this. this All right. Well, All right, as well as it was, it was nice to see you guys. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, likewise. in likewise. a few short weeks, in a world where metal is really cool, there will be a new episode. And that episode will be the Metalheads Podcast 2022 Year End Episode. The thing is, the pain. Top 25s. And it will be our longest, in contrast to this, our shortest. <laughs> that would oh, fuck that, that. let's do it let's go short on the on the year end that would be tough well so as i'm supposedly told will and john will be here what? with me yes i was hoping that would happen so oh my, things oh could get a little out of hand or possibly in oh hand as as you it know, may turn out george um, you know what that means right the chicken's going to be at the podcast. Oh, yes. The chicken's coming back, baby. Dude. Oh, I'm so, it makes me so happy that you guys are going to hang out and do it. When the cock crows. That's, that's, that sounds like crickets. When the cock crows, <laughs> the list like is nigh. The chicken, he's not ready. He wasn't prepared like for it. voice box removed or something. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, it's so somebody, much Jay, somebody cut his gaggle hanging from his, his neck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking hear it. Oh my gosh. Fucking year end, man. Yeah. Get on your lists. God bless the heat beast over Hammersmith. Fuck yeah. See you. All right. And let me just say one more thing before I go. Love you, Matt. Love you, buddy. Fuck the rest of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, dudes. Bye. Guys. Bye. Peace. Metalheads Podcast, I just want to say thank you for being a perfect representation of the ratio of the metal community. That would be 83% white dudes in their 40s, 17% other. <laughs>